everybody, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess, the podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, what do we do in this podcast? We watch obscure kids' movies and rate them. We sure do. Based on our own personal opinions. That's right. Our which own. Are v- extremely high. <laughs> I mean, look, I got standards. I've never seen Citizen Kane. I've played the Metroid Prime trilogy, which I've heard is the Citizen Kane of video games. So, you know, same thing. I've seen the Kane from Citizen Kane. (laughs) What was that from? Simpsons. Simpsons? Okay. For some reason, I was thinking BoJack. You've thrown me all off. I don't know what the hell I was going to That's what about. I do. You sure do. That's my fucking jam. Oh, no, what I was going to say. Dude, I don't have standards. I don't have standards at all. I'm sitting here being like, yeah, you married me. funny. What? <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, ass. Why are you going to be so mean? Also, don't put yourself down. Come on. <laughs> Got him. No. And by him, I mean myself. No. Bean, you're a firework. Come on. Gosh, y'all! <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I've completely lost the fucking reins. I have no idea where we're going. A few minutes ago, I was obsessed over this high pitched whining noise. Yeah, there was a strange noise that the your the, microphone was making. Yeah, and it seems to have stopped. I hope to God it stopped. Uh, if if you're hearing this right now, and in the background there's this little like, boo, I'm really sorry. I tried. But no, hey, who cares about that? Let's talk kids' movies. Okay. Okay. So, a uh, funny story. I had a, a totally different movie planned when I decided, you know what's a good idea? Checking the email address before I record the podcast as opposed to recording an entire podcast and then checking the email and seeing something that would have been, like, important. Okay. Did we get an email? We got an email. Oh, shit. We got an email. Yeah, so so welcome to uh, the secret-themed September we didn't know we were going to have. Request Timber. All this month, viewer requests. So here's the email. This comes in from A. From A? A. Okay. The very, the very first letter, A. So we had an X, <laughs> and now we have an A. Yes, that's right. We are spanning the entire alphabet backwards, but also minus two letters. X. Or as the Japanese would sometimes call it, a cross. Yeah, yeah. I guess they kind of would, wouldn't they? Um, Final Fantasy cross. Yeah, or uh, Street Fighter cross Tekken. Yeah. Or the cross button, or... Godzilla cross Mothra. No, it's Godzilla versus Mothra. Or Godzilla against Mothra. Yeah, against. Against. <laughs> against is so fucking good. Yeah, it's like, so I have a Godzilla right here, right? Yep. And this works real well for radio. But it's like Godzilla against Mothra. They're just touching. Oh, okay. <laughs> Godzilla's against Mothra. Jeff gra- Jeff grabbed his little Godzilla figures just to do this joke, just for me. It's not like y'all can hear this. I just said this is I so know, good for radio. I know. <laughs> it's Godzilla against, against Mothra. Mothra. Yeah, they're just against yep, each other. Against just each leaning other. against each other. What do you think? I mean, okay, I guess in Godzilla against Mothra they fight. Yeah. But do that does does Mothra really fight Godzilla in uh bu- 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 shit the one with Batra? Yes. Do they fight? I yeah, thought they, they team fight. up against Batra. 
No, Batra and Mothra team up against Godzilla. Oh shit! Oh wow. Okay, I'm remembering they drop that him in movie. the fucking sea. Oh, I'm remembering that movie all wrong. As Godzilla kills Batra. The only scene I remember in that movie is the fucking egg hatching scene. Cause that's, that's a good scene. I was gonna say because that scene makes Jeff like weep. The music's so pretty. <laughs> now, do you like it because the music is pretty, or do you like it because there's Mothra? Do you like it because? Of those twins. All of the above. Yeah. Man, I love those fucking twins. The little... Uh, the Cosmos. Yeah. What is their real name? Just the Cosmos? No, but their name in Japanese is like... Uh, Tia and Tamara Maori. Fucking shut up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> shut up. Do you fucking not like the this Japanese sister sister? This podcast is fucking sister? over. I hate it. Everyone, please give us zero stars. We deserve it. Sorry for ruining your thunder, A. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. This is A's time to shine. I can't believe you. So rude. All right, y'all. Ahem, ahem, ahem. Hey there, Jeff and Beeks. I've been a listener. Well, I've already fucked it up. Wow. You (laughs) suck at reading. I've been a listener. uh, Oh, my God. It's easy words. Why am I doing this? I've been a listener of the podcast for a while, and I really enjoy you guys' commentary and camaraderie. And in parentheses, I also agree with Meeks. Meeks! Are you having a stroke? Yes! (laughs) Help, please! (laughs) Parentheses, I also agree with Beeks. I don't like ASMR. The sound of whispering drives me up the wall. Mm. Thank you, A. Let me tell you. Okay, a nice, soft-spoken voice, that's great. Yeah. But anything that gets too sensual, I don't need it. I don't need that in my life. Okay, but there is also different types of ASMR. It's not just whispering. Okay, well, I don't like the whispery shit. That's fine. I don't like the whispery shit. I don't like. Not everybody likes, you know, all types of ASMR. My favorite ASMR type is keyboard typing. I work in an office. I'm so over keyboard typing. I never want to hear keyboard typing again. But have you heard like keyboard typing on like a good keyboard? Not like a keyboard that fucking is mass bought (laughs) from like Keyboards R Us for a company. I mean, I've heard an entire claims department clacking away. You know, it's mm, probably two dozen people around me all going at the same time. Like that's not it's not a good sound. I listened to this one. always puts me to sleep. Oh, my God. It's this guy. He bought a keyboard switch tester from, I don't know, a company. The manufacturer. Yeah. And it's just like, here's, it's a fucking like 12 by 18 grid of just switches. And you put the keycaps on them to be like, hey, this is a Cherry MX Red. This is a Cherry MX Red Silent. This is, And it's just all the different like keycap types. See, the okay, keyboard keyboard presses, the sound of a keyboard. Mecha- yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mechanical or otherwise, that doesn't really do anything for me. But let me tell you, something I might be into, but I don't think it exists. Oreos. What? No. I'm not fully convinced Oreos exist. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... No, no, the, the, the thing that I might be into is the sound of buttons being pushed down at a, uh, like an arcade machine control panel. Those like okay. those hoary buttons. Okay. You you know what I'm talking about? Just those, those buttons. Yeah. Like, like a fight stick has, has buttons. Yeah. The little like actuating noise. Yeah. That little, that little. Tick, tick. 
that's that's yeah. pretty good it's different than a keyboard in some sort of way don't ask me how to prove it it is it doesn't have uh, a spring that buckles i don't think mm, unsure either that's way what okay. makes that like click noise we're so far afield whatever okay. dude this is the pre-show yeah you're right we can go left and right so that was uh let me go ahead and send you a's suggestion okay boop <laughs> all right <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, I'd like to suggest the 2009 Canadian movie, Gooby, for the podcast. Fucking Gooby. <laughs> A goes on to write, I think it's obscure enough. It only grossed about $3,000. Yeah. Damn. That's probably, that's pretty Gooby, man. And it's absolutely banana pants. When I, <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom worked at Blockbuster, and we got to check out 10 movies a week for free. Man, that's living the dream. Did you just check out Gooby 10 times? <laughs> I'll take these 10 copies of Gooby, please. And uh, a thing of snowcaps. So I watched a lot of films of varying quality as an elementary slash middle schooler. This was one of them, and my mom picked it up because it had the Dove Foundation seal of approval oh, on the box. good. Oh my gosh. A, have you ever seen Frog Kingdom? <laughs> we went in expecting something really cute and charming, dot dot dot. We definitely did not get that, but Gooby is my favorite, quote, weird movie I watched as a kid, end quote, to bring up because people usually haven't heard of it. And I get to watch them react as I explain it. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, though, because it's much wackier when you're not expecting all the bizarre choices in it. Choices? <laughs> yeah, bizarre choices. Is this going to be like Netflix's Bandersnatch, where we get to choose our own oh, movie? No, I don't think like that. I think I think they just mean like the director really had some, uh, you know, they could have gone two different ways. Two, two roads diverged in a fucking gooby wood, and they took the... Uh, you know, the goobier option. Yeah. A, uh, you're in luck. We have definitely not seen this movie. I have heard of it. I know exactly two things about Gooby. These things are self-apparent on the movie poster. Thing number one, it's got a man in a bear costume. Thing number two, I believe the man in the bear costume is the guy that plays Hagrid on the Harry Potter movies. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's the the wacky adventures of I'm Hagrid the bear. Harry. It's Hagrid's persona, Gooby. Yeah, goobs. Oh, goobs. All right, all right. What are you gonna, what are you gonna say, dude? I was gonna say this is really weird because goob and gooby and goobs is already in my like lexicon. Yes. So Je it's kind of strange. <laughs> Jeff often instead of calling something goofy, he'll call it gooby. Yep. And we just we say goober all the time, so goobs gets uh. Goob shortened. gets thrown around all the time. Yeah. So now, gooby. Gooby. Okay, first, before we get into describing this, right? Uh-huh. I want to direct everyone's attention to the quote in the lower right-hand <laughs> corner. Yep. And how Gooby is a perfect family film, dot, 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 dot. I can't recommend this film enough with two H's. Hmm. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> That comes that comes from someone at videoviews.org. I wonder if that's uh photoshopped onto the I look, y'all, I just Googled Gooby movie poster. I grabbed the first one that seemed a uh, a decent size. This is rated PG for some mild brood humor. Ooh. No. Oh, and, okay. And bullying. <gasps> bullying? Oh my bullying. god. Are they gonna bully Gooby? 
Dude, I bet Gooby is like an imagine. This Gooby is gonna be Koozie. Oh, oh, from Dexter's Lab. Yeah. Okay, so you just want to get into predictions. So you tell me what you think Gooby's about. I think Gooby is about this kid who is bullied based on that rating. Okay. In the corner. Okay. And Gooby is like his imaginary friend. Okay, I like maybe, it. Maybe, maybe imaginary. Maybe it's like a Peach Dragon situation. Oh, where Gooby really exists. It exists, but, he's but only yeah, only this person can see Gooby. Yeah. What if it's like a Calvin and Hobbes thing where it's like everybody else sees this kid walking around with a bear, but he sees fucking Hagrid bear? Yeah. Yeah. Or they made a show like that, that Wilfred show. Are you thinking of Ted? No, Ted's with the bear. Yeah, Ted's with the bear. Oh, okay. Wilfred. That was the Comedy Central show where it was a it was a dog. Yeah. I thought that was his pet dog. Yeah. He could like talk to his pet dog. Yeah, that was and everybody the whole sees thing. The dog. I think everybody else just sees the dog. But he sees like a, a man and a dog like a, get up. Yeah. He sees the shining dog. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Gooby looks a little bit like the shining dog. Gooby's got some fucking feet. He's got some stompers. Gooby's got some stompers. So I uh, your focus is the stompers. My focus is his lips. Okay. When I think of bears, I don't really think of like lips <laughs> i don't think of these giant giant lip we haven't described we haven't described the cover do, would you like to do the honors do you do, want me to do okay it? so imagine there's a man in a bear costume right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this kid is hugging said bear costume mm-hmm. also he has like a scarf that's got plaid yeah gooby's wearing a sweet plaid scarf and so the kid is hugging gooby mm-hmm. but gooby knows the police are watching <laughs> So he's got his arms out to be like, I'm not touching this kid. He's yeah. touching me. Go- Gooby's doing that thing that the um, mascot costumes do at, at Disney World where it's like, hey, 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 we don't want to get in trouble. We know our, our, our field of uh, vision is very small. We don't want to accidentally cop a feel. So what we're going to do is we're going to have our hands far, far out and be like, see, not touching your kid, yep. not touching your kid. Gooby's doing that right now. Also, they're in the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're in the- And there's, like, a fucking shack. Yep. Back there. Yep. That's probably where Gooby lives. I think- Okay, here's- So you've told- You've told your- What your prediction is for Gooby. Yeah. I think- Hmm. The thing is, is that yours sounds super plausible, so that's probably what it's about. I'm gonna say- Oh, we didn't even talk about the tagline. The tagline is, because everybody needs a friend- I mean, do they? Yeah, I would say everybody needs a friend. Everybody needs a friend. You need a friend. No. Oh. I'm a rock. Damn. You are an island. That's what I was going for. Yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. Okay. I think <sighs> Gooby lives in these woods. I think he's a real bear. He's he's a real bear who has rejected being a bear and has embraced humanism, and he lives in that little cottage in the woods, and as much as he wants to be a human, he can't go out and do human things because people are going to be like, oh my god, it's a bear. So he has to stay in the woods, but he's built his own house, and he's knit his own scarf, and he is probably into tea time? I don't know. They said uh, from Canada, right? Yeah. There is a um, that little Canada logo that most Canadian films have at the very, very bottom of the uh, the movie poster. So good job, Canada. What do you know about Canada? 
What do I know about Canada? Yeah, what do you know about Canada? Uh, beaver tails are good. Oh, yeah. We went there. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you. Uh-huh. And I know I'm going to get, like, flamed to hell. Oh, no. But of all the poutine that we tried. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't do this. Don't do this. We can't. We can't. <laughs> Canada is a big place, and I'm going to be really upset if they all decide to, like, ban us. <laughs> of all the poutine that we had, no. I enjoyed the gravy that came from the Burger King the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the other gravy, it's it had a lot of weird tang that I wasn't into. Maybe it's an acquired taste. It could be. To be fair, where all did we get poutine from? We got one Burger poutine. King. We got... Poutine from Burger King. Uh-huh. We got poutine from like a little store at the end of Niagara Falls, like the very oh end. the little yeah like the little um souvenir store yeah that on place. the Canadian side yeah that was great. um I swear there was two other places we tried poutine and like there were but I, I would I, say I the worst them. was probably that souvenir store yeah because they just fucking were like hey here's a box they globbed it on yeah it was like. Hey, that was a soup. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like it's like when you have cereal, <laughs> and the milk is like a majority of it, kinda. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what they did with the gravy. I was like, "There's too much fucking gravy, guys." Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, uh, let me try to get back on Canada's good graces. Yo, Canada, love you. Craft dinner, uh, Sharon, Lois, and Bram, big fans. Uh, that might be all I got. Let's talk about, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the three names that are above the word Gooby, the Gooby logo yeah, I was the poster? Yeah, I was looking up Eugene Levy. Levy? Levy? Oh, you know who Le- Eugene Levy is. Yeah, Levy. well, I was, Levy, like, Levy. I was like, why does this name sound so familiar? And then I looked at him, I was like, oh, is that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. He's the guy on Schitt's Creek and uh, yeah. uh, American Pie. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to like. I was like, "What would we know him from?" Oh, look, there's Gooby. Can you do me a favor and look up David James Elliot because that name is uh, I'm not familiar with that one. I don't know who that is. Is that the kid? Is that? Uh... No, this is like an adult ass man. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, y'all. I Famous don't... for Jag. Oh, Jag! I remember Jag, the yeah. the military show. Well, he is. Hmm. <gasps> Don't say famous for Gooby. No, no, no. He has a guest appearance in an episode of Seinfeld. Okay. As Carl, the anti-abortion furniture mover. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> he was so pretty. <laughs> oh man, we were just watching that episode. Yeah, we just saw that episode like last week, uh, maybe a week before, something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so now I know who that is. Good, 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 good. You have a really, really relevant, like, local attachment. They're not local. Not local. Recent attachment. attachment. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to look up Robbie Coltrane. That's, I mean, that's Hagrid. It's the Hagrid guy. Oh. He's very tall. He says you're a wizard. I don't know his name. His name is Hargid. He looks very cool in PS1 games. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he looks so good. (laughs) What if there was a PS1 To Gooby be fair, game? everybody looks good in those. Oh, yeah, of course they do, dude. What if there was a PS1 Gooby game? What would you make the Gooby game about? Oh, God. It would probably be some kind of, like, 3D platformer that's really bad. Okay. And 
it's hard to make a video game about a movie you know nothing about. That's not but true. But that's how every single fucking I was gonna say, movie they, game they do is. it all the time. <laughs> What's this movie about? Iron Man? Okay, he's an Iron Man. Uh, collect see, screws. They have an idea of like, we want to make a game about this. And then they just slap some kind of fucking... Yeah, yeah, you're not, like, you're not wrong. Intellectual property on top of it. So let's talk about that mild, rude humor. Okay. Let's, let's get our predictions in now. Poops and butt. Okay, so you're saying how many poop jokes, how many fart jokes, how many butt jokes? Do you think we get to see a bear butt? No. No bear butt. Oh, I'm looking at a bear butt right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But okay. I definitely feel like there's going to be poops and fart jokes. Okay, poops and farts. <clears throat> Y'all know how I feel about poops and fart jokes. I, I hope there's not. Some but farts and craps over here. I don't know what else rude humor would be. Maybe somebody says... Maybe somebody, oh, 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 we said there was bullying, right? Maybe yeah. they call the kid like a snot bucket or something. I'm going to say. Penis breath. Yes. I'm going to say the rude humor is like childish name calling. Oh, Gooby. So this, where did that email go? This poor movie grossed $3,000. Boy, howdy. Yikes. So I think that's, I think what A is trying to say is that the effects are going to be good. <laughs> Like $3,000. They probably just told their friends to go see the movie that they made. Probably. Probably. That's pretty fucking bad. Did this come to theaters? I hope not. Uh, it can't come to theaters if it made $3,000. I don't know, dude. I'm look, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're looking at a movie poster right now. Now, this came to theaters in Canada. You know, some, some countries have a thing where it's like only a certain percentage of movies can be imported like to to help our local you know film economy we have to show so many canadian movies or like our tv yeah. shows have to have so many canadian shows so maybe this was one of those things they're like look we gotta fill the quota let's just shit out a gooby and <laughs> <laughs> shit out a gooby yeah we'll just shit out a gooby and later on we'll make a fucking corner gas movie or something we'll make the littlest hobo the movie it made $3,234. Oh, no, you're looking up Gooby. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see if what it, Does it say, like, if they break that down into, like, theaters? Like, it made so-and-so uh, many... Because it just says box office. Oh, okay. Sometimes they'll go real, real, real nitpicky, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was, like, 15 bucks a theater. And it's like, oh, damn. Dude, do you know how much they spent on this movie? Which was Star Kid? We looked this up. Wasn't Star Kid like it took like three million to make Star Kid? But that was in 1998. So Star Kid cost seven million dollars. Oh, okay. So was was Gooby more or less than Star Kid? Uh, less. Okay. Was it five million? No. One million? No. Three thousand dollars. Oh, go <laughs> yeah, up. they wish. <laughs> we broke even. I mean, hey, y'all, those those first suits aren't cheap. I I don't know, seven hundred and fifty thousand. No, like way up. Oh well, okay. I, I okay. Uh, I, I give it's, up. It's whatever. Yeah, it, it was just six point five million. Six point five million. So yeah. almost as much as Star Kid. Yeah. They didn't have and to these, spend. This is USD, not Canada, not Canadian money. Sure, sure, sure. Not not CAD. Not CAD. Yeah. What, so what... see, they they didn't have to they didn't have to splurge on a cyborg suit. They no. They just had to make a fucking gooby fur suit. Wow. No. So the kid, I'm looking at the kids like history. He was apparently His acting history. Yeah. Okay. He was apparently the kid in The Grudge. 
isn't there just a itty bitty little baby in the grudge? Yeah. Wow, he grew up. He grew up to be a gooby. Good for him. All right, we are getting so far afield. Uh, what? There was an episode of a show that this kid was in. Okay. Oh no, it's like a lot of episodes. Okay, all right, all right. Quit, quit looking up this kid's IMDb. Well, it's a sunny day. <gasps> I feel brand oh, new. Oh no! About a million things. My favorite that Canadian export, peep in the I big wide do. world. What did he do? Would you oh like oh to no! Is he Beaver Boy? Do them too. Please, okay. Don't quit fucking around with me. Is he? Is he Beaver no, Boy? No, he's not Beaver Boy. Oh, thank God. He's Tom the Cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, little blue cat, big red nose. Sure. Isn't that the cat? Yeah, I guess. Oh. I don't really remember the cat. Y'all, I love, there's a there's a kid's show called Peep in the Big Wide World, also from Canada. Let me tell you, when you are uh, skipping school and there's nothing else on, Peep in the Big Wide World, great show. Holy shit, very good. <laughs> no, okay, we, we have to go. Let's go, let's go watch this. Let's go goob it up, how about? Let's go goob. You want to go goob it up? Yeah. You think, you think you're going to love Gooby? Ah. Uh... For, okay, love me, is a strong word. I, I'm sorry, that was that was a vague. A, do you think you're gonna love this movie? B, do you think you're gonna love Gooby the character? Am I gonna love Gooby the Goob? I'm gonna guess no. Look at I him. Think he's, he's just gonna... like, why not? Why not Gooby? Yo, I'm Save fucking. Some for Gooby. I'm fucking Gooby over I'm here. Gooby, what do you want? What do you want? Abacus. You're a wizard, Harry. I don't know what you want from me, but I'm Gooby. Oh yeah, do you think he's gonna have that that fucking haggard voice? I can't do the Hagrid voice. I can't as either. You, as I've plainly just uh, just showcased. Yeah, Hagrid. He's all like, "Yo, Harry, <laughs> you're a wizard hey, now." I'm Gooby over here. Hey, my name is Gooby. How you doing? It's like the fuck you want, kid. I'm fucking Gooby. I don't got no shoes, but I got a scarf. I'm like uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we have to go goob it up. Let's go. Go. Woo. Go. A family movie about a boy with a very active imagination to whom something remarkable is about to happen. He's about to meet the most ferocious monster of all. For every childhood, there is one time, one adventure, and one friend who makes it all come true. For Willie, that time is now, and that friend is Gooby. I love you, Willie. There's a whole section of candy that looks just like me! Hey, what up, you goobers? We just got goobed watching Gooby. We got goobed. We got goobed. Jeff was like, I know the perfect way to bring us back. And I was sitting here thinking, I was just like, oh shit. Robbie Coltrane has that, what is he, like Scottish? He's got that accent. Yeah. And you know who else is Scottish? Shrek. Oh shit. (laughs) Goob. I, I can't see do... I thought you were gonna do that I thought you were gonna go goopy goopy go but that doesn't sound very shrekish not, not even remotely no goopy now it just sounds goopy. like you're fucking Louie from Pikmin Louie Louie 
Olimar. Loopy. Loopy. Donkey. Uh, yeah, God damn. There it is. All right, we're back. We're back. Now life can continue. What up, y'all? We saw Gooby. We did. Let's fucking do it. Let's grip it and rip it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gooby time. Our movie begins with our main kid, main character, Willie. He is a little boy. He's got a very overactive imagination. Dude, he's got some fucking anxiety issues. He absolutely does. This kid, he needs to see a therapist post-haste. Yeah. And it sounds like in the movie he's already been seeing somebody, but I guess he's not anymore. Yeah, some probably like a counselor. They probably did some like half measure where they're like, you're going to talk to somebody, probably. but, uh, you know... Yeah. Anyway, so this kid doesn't really talk to anybody. He stays indoors all day, and he draws monsters. Already, I gotta say, I found this kid highly relatable. (laughs) Because I definitely spent a lot of my youth... uh, Drawing monsters? Yeah, I I had a whole spiral filled with monsters. He he But did you see these monsters? Like, they were actually there? No, because I'm not crazy yeah like no that wasn't fair calling him crazy but i mean i think he does have some like i think that might be like a symptom of schizophrenia sure well okay let's let's talk about um so he he draws these these monsters and the the kid is also narrating this beginning part of the movie and he tells us that the most feared monsters of all are the hoonies yeah now in this beginning part i swear to god he says homies homies i thought he said homies dude the fucking homies the scariest thing of all are homies it's like what are you from south lake no dude it's the fucking like when you take two quarters and you go to the little gumball and you get the little homies out homies scary dude. he's terrified of them uh willie has a dad that works in a like architectural firm yeah and a mom who is a lawyer i guess yeah i guess so for, for a minute it seemed like they almost worked for the same business yeah that's what but i thought then, at first. yeah he did say she was gonna go like full-time or something mm-hmm. and they needed to move basically his parents don't have any fucking time for him no not not even remotely and they don't even try to make time for yeah him. they suck but the mom shows up and approaches willie and says guess what great news we are moving Hooray, our dream house. Yeah, our dream house. We have a surprise for you. Look, our best interests. Mm -hmm. And even Willie is very upset. And she's like, no, you don't understand. This is our dream. And it's like, damn, dude, he's like nine. And that's where, so I wrote down here, parents need to learn how hard it is for kids to move. Fucking A, they do. Because I know you can talk to this. (laughs) Yes. But it's just like. Dude, just imagine moving in the middle of the school year. I mean, you don't have to imagine. No, not really. Um, But just how fucking hard that is because you're pulled from basically your little society where Mm -hmm. you're, like, comfortable and you know everybody and you're thrown into this, like, totally new area. You don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to fit in? And sometimes you just don't. No, yeah. You never recover from that. Um, I definitely, I was actually, uh, I was going to save this for, for later, but when I moved in second grade, I actually had assigned friends. Yeah. The teacher assigned me some friends for like. Which is like, they're trying because they know that that's hard, but yeah. also like. To this day, I, I haven't decided if that was a good or bad idea <laughs> because it's like. Okay, well, at least I had someone to talk to. At least yeah. I had somebody to like ask questions like, 
hey, where is the lost and found if I lost something? This is a whole new school. Or uh, where are the fucking bathrooms? You know, shit like that. But on the other hand, imagine a teacher coming to you and foisting a new person onto you. And it's like, here, you have to babysit this person for, for yeah. a couple of weeks. Unless it's something they like agreed to beforehand I don't think they but did. i seriously doubt it i don't know let's just i'll just say we didn't we didn't get on that well uh, anyway it um, was all formalities yeah uh we get a six week time cut and willie still hasn't packed and like the movers are here they are ready to go so the mom yeah. goes upstairs Sounds like me <laughs> maybe a little the the mom goes upstairs and starts starts packing things like as quickly as she can uh willie tells the mom I just don't want to move. I've, I've got these bad vibes, and I feel like if we move, the Hoonies are definitely going to get us. Yeah, and all his like little wards of protection will yes, go he has, down. Yes, he has like an amulet against evil and shit. Willie's mom pretty much makes him recite the litany against fear and tells him that he's going to be a-okay because guess what I got? And she pulls out fucking Gooby. And he's like... Gooby, really, mom? Well, for, let's let's describe Gooby right now. He's not a a large man sized doll. He's, not yet. Teddy Ruxpin size. Yeah, he's like like a, like a Teddy Ruxpin size. He's this little toy bear. Willie's like Gooby. That's baby shit. I haven't had Gooby since I was a kid. I don't need this. Like, why does he even have him if that's the case? Yeah, right. He he tosses Gooby into a corner of the room. They pack up and leave. And we get a lingering shot of Gooby still in the corner. Mm. Willie left Gooby behind in his old house. We're at the new house now, and Willie hasn't even set foot in the house. He's he's lingering in the like front walkway, and he's picking up real bad vibes. Uh, his dad is giving him kind of a, a tour of the area, and how would you describe their backyard? I don't know. They have a lot of space, but it like butts up right up to woods. Yeah. So there's not really a clear separation between hey, this is where a backyard ends. Yeah, it yeah. just kind of bl- melds together. I mean, that's that's what I was getting at, is yeah. their backyard is like an entire forest. Yeah, which I mean, I don't know. It's not, it sounds cool. I know. Like, as, as a, I'm thinking about, like, if that was me, I'd be like, oh, this is fucking cool. So the dad is trying to give Willie uh, a pep talk, telling him, like, hey, man, change can be good. This is going to be really great for us. Anyway, I have to go ignore you again. Bye. Yeah. And he wanders off. The neighborhood dog starts barking. And Willie turns around, and what does he see? A fucking hoonie. Yeah, he fucking actually sees the thing that he's afraid of. Yeah. And that's when I wrote down, I'm like, yo, if this kid is actually seeing this stuff, he really needs help. Yeah, he he really, he needs to go get checked up because, like, yeah, the beginning of the movie, he's he's talking about these, like, little critters that he's dreamed up these hoonies they're they're evil space aliens and then he turns around and there is one of them and we should probably describe this hoonie it's a a, uh, like two-headed blue chicken thing yeah it's this like indigo that makes these like fucked noises yeah one of them's got this this head that's just pretty much got like a tongue sticking out of it yeah the other one i think had like teeth i'm not 100 sure was this hoonie was this a puppet or was this cg no it it was some cg okay all right wasn't great yeah it wasn't it wasn't super duper but but, uh, at the same time we were watching like in 240p (laughs) so it's like i don't know how like worse it looked in real life it didn't look great no you you actually reminded me so if you want to watch gooby along with this podcast 
uh good luck it's not available anywhere i think your only option is to buy the dvd on amazon prime or watch a very (laughs) somebody has the full version on youtube uh like jeff said i think it maxes out as like 240p but hey man you know whatever what are you gonna do get what, what you can get what are you gonna goob goob yeah so this hoonie is even like calling out for willie it's like willie willie and then at night you know willie's brushing his teeth and he hears that same willie yeah and it's like in the shower and yeah. you can see like fucking horns yep. and like it's making that fuck noise again yeah like dude yeah no wonder you're not comfortable anywhere jesus christ <laughs> so like, that's also why you don't keep the curtains closed on showers. Oh, because you pull it back? Yeah, like some people like to keep the curtains drawn. Yeah. Wait, is drawn closed? Just drawn say curtain, is curtains open. closed because so I don't they, know. They like to keep the, the curtains like closed on mm-hmm. bathrooms and showers because they're like, oh, it looks more aesthetic. It's like, yeah, that's also where like serial killers hide. So I like that I like that your fear is serial killers. My fear is I also don't keep the shower curtains drawn or undrawn, whatever. I don't let them go the full way across uh, because I'm afraid that I'm going to pull it back and see a bug. A bug. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll be sitting there taking a shower and then there's like a bug. Uh, in a few occasions, we I actually have pulled the... Uh, curtain back and found like a little lizard in the oh, yeah. shower yeah nah, i just you don't know who's behind that shower that's true you don't you never know it's every serial killer it's it's fucking schrodinger's shower like every single killer is behind that curtain at is all it times. jason or is it a very 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 small so small it's transparent little gecko you don't know it's both until you pull that oh, cover. Shit. so uh this is where we get introduced to mrs williams dude why is Miss Williams in this movie? So she's your MVP, I see. Yes. You know, it's it's funny uh, in the in the pre-show bit. A told us that this movie makes some choices, and <laughs> already we are seeing choices. Yeah, we are seeing choices be made. Let's introduce this lady that this English maid, English maid that basically serves no purpose, nothing, not even. I, I think her maybe main purpose is like sneaking around the house to find out where gooby's gonna stay and that's about it yeah i feel like maybe she's supposed to be like funny but why like oh it's funny because she's watching shows i don't know i don't don't know know. i thought she was supposed to be like oh this is gonna be the character that we hate and it's just like i thought that too i guess so but she's also like barely there well so at the beginning of the movie or uh sorry uh we're now at the part where the parents say, hey, look, we're too busy to spend any sort of time paying attention to you, child. So we got this new nanny. Her name is Mrs. Williams, and she'll be taking care of you after school. So she is doing dishes and cleaning up and that sort of thing. And Willie is doing his homework. And she she pulls out these two marshmallow cookies or Malamars or Moon Pies or whatever they are. They're these little marshmallow yeah. cookies. Yeah, but they sell them around here. Do they? Yeah, it's like a it's like oh, a they're cookie like on the bottom. Yeah, it's like a cookie on the bottom and then a domed marshmallow thing yes. on top. Yeah, yeah, they look like little I don't really cakes. like them. That's okay. That's just me. Yeah. 
Um, I like a lot of marshmallow. I like marshmallow when it's added to things. So like moon pies. I really like moon pies. I like s'mores, but I'm so rarely like, oh, give me a marshmallow. I would like to eat that. You know, I'll put marshmallows in my uh, hot cocoa. I'll have cereal with marshmallow bits, but marshmallow, you know, by itself, it's like, no. Maybe it's because it just feels like you're eating like sugar Sugar. in a weird form. I mean, you essentially are, you know, It's, it's practically a fucking like cotton candy or a pixie stick, except now it's poofy. Poofy. Yeah. So Mrs. Williams is is making something, and she she brings out two of those little mallow cups. She looks away for a minute, looks back. The mallow cups are gone. Gas. She immediately blames Willie, even though Willie looks up and he's like, "I'm I'm doing my homework. What do you want?" Yeah, it's that scene from Sixth Sense where shit keeps happening, mm-hmm. and it's like the kids sitting at the breakfast table or whatever, and then when he leaves, like you see like handprints in the table that like kind of indicate he never moved he didn't yeah. do any of that stuff oh okay i've actually never seen sixth sense it's all right yeah i'm you know i'm sure it is i don't know i just never got around to it i don't know uh willie's mom appears out of nowhere and is like willie what are you doing the quit doing that fuck are you doing willie and he's just like i I don't know what you want me to say. I ain't cause... doing shit. I'm eating my Quaker Oats crisps. Yes. Oh, you mean his Quaker Oats Harvest Crunch? Is it Harvest Crunch? Yeah. Yes. Uh, my my Quaker Oats Harvest Crunch that has the same image on the front and the back mm-hmm. so that no matter what angle we're looking at it, it is always front and center. I've tried other breakfast cereals. This is the best. Who uh... the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> so uh, it's it's Willie's first day at school. He's, guess what, y'all? Very shy. He he goes, he sits down. Kids are already laughing at him. Cut to, it's lunchtime. He's eating on a bench all by his lonesome. When this other kind of dweeby looking boy approaches him and he gives him just a quick rundown of the school. He's like, see these kids over here playing soccer? These are the popular kids. Oh, and you see this fucking asshole? He's the bully. Try to avoid him. He's a bully. Try to avoid him because he's kind of not a great actor. <sighs> no, he's not. So, you know, Willie is uh, listening to this kid. I didn't get the kid's name. I feel bad. Beauregard. Beauregard? All yeah. right. <laughs> His name is fucking Beauregard. He's listening to Beauregard's uh, sweet advice, and he's pulling out his lunch, and y'all... The lunch is eaten too, just like the somebody mellow cups. Somebody ate his sandwich. Uh huh. The somebody sandwich. Somebody ate his apple. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So Willie comes home, and I guess that maid has just fucked off to Mars or something. No, and... she's like asleep. Oh shit, yeah, she's asleep. Because that's all she does for the rest of the movie is sleep. Well, she sits in front of the TV and sleeps. Yeah. So Willie puts uh, two more little mellow cups on the windowsill and sits there and watches them. Guess what? They don't do anything because he's watching them. He turns around for just a second to get a drink of water. And <coughs> yep, we hear this. <coughs> Willie doesn't see this because his he's facing the camera. But we see a giant orange hand come up and grab one of the treats <coughs> and make a very stupid chomping noise. Yeah, a chomping noise like before he grabs the cookie. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's him being like 
That's like Gooby licking his lips. No, man, that's Gooby. He's yeah, he's just imagining what he's about to do. Yes. Like, <laughs> Willie goes to the sill to investigate and doesn't see anything. He turns around again and we get a second hand coming up. He goes back to investigate again, turns around again, and then we see an orange figure run through the uh the forest yeah, spooky it's like signs sure is <laughs> yeah you see joaquin phoenix like see gooby running by in the background he's, he's like, like oh! yeah yeah <laughs> that he no freaks I, out. I am not fucking kidding i saw that shot of gooby running between the two trees and yeah. that was the very first thing i thought of was that that footage of like the, the alien at the birthday party it is at a birthday yeah. party wow okay i actually haven't seen that movie in forever i just remember the scene so Willie arms himself with a rake and goes outside to investigate. He hears like leaves rustling over by that that little shed that they have. Yeah. He drops the rake and is like, hey, come out, whatever you are, I won't hurt you. And then picks back up the rake. Yeah. We see a sinister orange hand Boogans. like slowly curl around the corner of the shed. <laughs> yeah, we hear a no, we don't. Then he eats Willie. No. But guess what, y'all? The end. It's Gooby. They both scream. And for good measure, because let me tell you. All right, yes, let's talk about Gooby. Dude, that Gooby suit is not great. It would, okay, uh, would you call it better or worse than the Chuck E. Cheese costume in Galaxy 5000? Oh, man, did they blink in the Chuck E. Cheese? They did. Okay, then worse. The Gooby is worse. Gooby is worse. I agreed. Agreed, actually. Because I wrote here... The unmoving and unblinking eyes are weird for 2007. Uh, 2009. Oh, 2009. That's even worse. <laughs> it's just like $6 million, yeah. and this is what you fucking give us. I know. Meanwhile, Chuck E. Cheese. Now, I know Chuck E. Cheese is a big-ass corporation, but I promise you they didn't spend $6.5 million on that yeah. uh, movie. They probably spent like $3 and a fucking like, trial version of Blender. And like, every time Gooby talks... Sometimes his mouth moves. Sometimes it doesn't. Now, to be fair, the Chuck E. Cheese costumes were the exact same. Sure. And uh, I, no, I got six point five million dollars. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. The Gooby suit didn't bother me that much. Now, to be fair, I am uh, no stranger to furry conventions, and I've been around people in large animal costumes with giant unblinking eyes. Sure. So it's not something that like really freaked me out, but I did after a while. I was just like, it sucks that this thing doesn't blink. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it didn't freak me out. It's just like. It doesn't look good. It looks like shit. It looks like amateur hour. Now here's my, once again, this is a movie of choices. Here's my biggest like choice. We see Gooby and this is spoilers for just later on. Gooby is a monster. He's an orange fuzzy monster. They keep saying that over and over and over. Orange fuzzy monster. Orange fuzzy monster. Yeah. He's not a bear. Mm. Why did they make him look exactly like a bear? See, yeah, I thought that he was a bear. No, because there's even there's even a part later on where Willie and Gooby are kind of like play fighting. Willie says, like, when I was little, I thought you were a bear. And Gooby's like, wait a minute, you thought I was a bear? Yeah. And that part, that's the part that confirms, like, oh, shit, he's not a bear. Oh, okay. Um, I remember that part. It just didn't click with me. That's okay. That's okay. So if 
it's weird because he looks exactly okay i know this y'all i know this is a very dumb thing to get hung up on but if he's gonna look exactly like a bear and it never ties into the fucking story why make him look like a bear yeah you know why not if he's supposed to be a monster why not give him like horns or three eyes or make him fucking blue or purple or something you know because as he is he looks exactly like a bear that just kind of happens to have these really weird pronounced lips. Those um, are some smooching lips. Uh, I just, I didn't care for him. He's got these weird ass fucking Botox lips and I just don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> uh, either way, none of, none of that fucking matters because Gooby is here. Everyone's a little freaked out. The most freaked out of all is the neighbor's dog who starts barking up a storm. This terrifies Gooby. So Willie sneaks him inside the, the home. They have a brief scene like Jeff was talking about where oh we're trying to sneak past mrs williams she doesn't fucking care she's watching some yeah she's some like alcoholic that's passed out in front of the fucking (laughs) or uh this might be the scene where she's watching some like really really old ass like b movie yeah sci-fi movie it could be yeah she's actually awake and lucid for this part (laughs) yeah willie takes gooby into his room and gooby lays out here's the thing i heard you were afraid i'm here to help You're afraid, Willie. (laughs) Yep. Willie and Gooby get to talking. Gooby is also afraid of the Hoonies, but Gooby loves markers. Holy shit. Likes eating them, smelling them, drawing with them. Yeah, drawing with them, anything. Before you know it, Mom is calling for Willie because it's supper time. Willie shoves Gooby into a closet and goes downstairs. Uh, While they're eating, we get a bunch of rumbling noises from upstairs as if Gooby is... You know, making a real mess of things. Yeah. After dinner time, Willie says, okay, look, you can't stay in my room. This isn't going to work out. Yeah. I've made a spot for you in the basement. Gooby says, fuck this shit. I'm not staying in the basement. It's dark. I don't like the dark. So then Willie's like, all right, fine. Here, you can stay in the attic. You just can't make any fucking noise. Gooby (laughs) immediately decides like, here, let me move some boxes around and start making a shitload of noise. Gooby tips over a box and this picture comes out. Willie says, who is that? And Gooby's like, oh, well, that's your dad. And that's where he used to live. Was his dad actually there? I thought it was just the picture of the building. I thought it was a a picture of the dad as a young boy outside the building. Oh, I don't know. Either way. I just thought it was the building. How does Gooby know this? Yeah. Never explained. Choice. Another, a new choice. We should have a little ding every time there's a fucking choice. But like. As and this we, will come back later. This will absolutely come back later. And it'll just be like, what the fuck? There is a lot of like, how, how and why yeah. does Gooby know this? So it's the middle of the night. And In wi- the middle of the night. I go hanging out with Gooby. Willie and Gooby sneak downstairs and go get something to eat. Uh, this is where Willie just kind of opens up to Gooby and tells him like, Gooby, I've been afraid. I can't make friends very well. I'm, you know, worried about the hoonies and shit. I'm really, really awkward. And Gooby's like, well, hey. You made friends with me. Yeah, you made friends with me. Also, I haven't seen any hoonies since I've been here. Yeah. I mean, he's only been here like a day. Hand me that giant tub of hot dogs so that I can dump it all over myself and waste a bunch of food. Mm Mm-hmm. This leads into them goofing around. They they have a burp contest, and then Gooby farts. Ha ha. There's that rude humor, y'all. Um, rude. <laughs> so the next day at school, 
the the teacher who was there yesterday has left. She's on maternity leave. Yeah, which I don't even remember her looking pregnant. She wasn't showing. Not even remotely. <laughs> it's not like, even remotely, remotely. It's like if you're if you're close enough to be on maternity leave, you're like popping. Yeah. No. That I, hey, you know what? Maybe she just made some shit up. You know. She looked as pregnant as Lulu in Ten Two. <laughs> Jeff's been playing Ten Two. How's that going for you? Disasterific. Oh, you don't like Ten Two? <laughs> nah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. None of this fucking matters. It's time to introduce our newest character, the new teacher, Eugene Levy, Mister Nerdlinger. That was the biggest eye roll moment for me. I even just Mr. wrote down. Yeah, I, I just wrote down. Really, <laughs> Mister Nerdlinger. I mean. With a movie like Gooby, what were you expecting? Just uh, like a real person name. Oh, just like Mr. Smith or something? Yeah, not fucking... Nerdlinger. Uh, hey, everyone, I'm Mr. Ballsack Face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Nerdlinger comes in. His hair goes off into two different distinct points on yeah. the sides of his head. He like kind of reminds me of Adam's dad from Blast from the Past. Oh, wow. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's pretty much wearing he, that. He, he pretty much just looks like that. A little bit, yeah. He writes his name on the chalkboard. He gets out his sack lunch. And he, like, neurotically puts it into the desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. He puts it into the desk, and they make such a big deal about it, and then he locks it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be, like, a thing later. That's what I thought. Like, I'm like, somebody's going to fuck with his lunch yeah. or something because he we, locks it up. We already have shown Gooby has a history of eating shit that he yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. And it's never addressed again. Never, ever, ever. Well, also, the kid who's been narrating this whole movie is like, have you ever looked at someone and you immediately thought, this is weird? It's like This person's weird. I don't think it's that weird. For yeah. starters, I don't think it's that weird. He took out his fucking lunch, he put a napkin down onto the little drawer, and then he put his lunch down on the napkin. Yeah. Like, that is the least weird thing in this whole fucking movie. Uh, so Nerd, Mr. Nerdlinger gets up in front of everyone is like, I know, I know. You've totally heard of me because you've heard of these like Freddy Fish books or whatever. Freddy Fish. Turns out no one's heard of fucking Freddy Fish. Pajama Sam. Yeah, Pajama Sam. Putt-Putt. Uh, Putt-Putt. What was the fox's name? You know what I'm talking about, though. He wears a white tux. Man. Whatever. Slylock Fox. Um, it's not Slylock Fox. It's not Slylock Fox. This is going to fucking send you into a tiz, isn't no, it? No, I have to look it up now. Oh, my God. Have you ever met someone that you know they're going to be weird? His name is just Spy Fox. Y'all couldn't hear my fucking eye roll. Spy Fox, Operation Ozone. All right, calm down, Spy Fox. So, yes, Mr. Nerdlinger is a author of this this series of kids' books. I'm going to assume he's a failed author if he's uh, doing sub-duty. But, of course, these kids have never heard of him. And he Uh, gets really offended. And it's just like, you can't blame these kids for not knowing your fucking book. Also, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but his books sound real, real, real fucking pre-K. Yeah. And these kids are in, like, middle school. Yeah. Willie comes home, and he noticed that fucking Dale's dead bug yeah. is in the uh, front, you know, driveway. Turns out they're spraying for bugs. Shit. They're going to spray everywhere, even in the attic where Gooby lives. Yeah. So Willie races upstairs grabs Gooby and is like, look, we have to bounce. They're going to spray everywhere. They're going to find you. Why don't you go live in the shed? Gooby is upset about living in the shed 
because he wants to be near. Uh, yeah, he's really he's gonna be really far away from Willie. From Willie, Willie says, "Here, I got these walkie talkies." He's got these walkie talkies. He kind of sets the shed all up with like markers oh, and yeah. like magazines. And yeah, he like, lets him take his comics. He even puts the TV in the shed. Yeah, and I'm and he's like, "Here, look, I even got my old TV in here." And I'm just like, at this point, I wrote down, this is a story about a kid dealing with his own inner demons, and Gooby represents his older self, and he Ooh. represents the self that he's, like, growing into. What? Because he's just talking to him kind of like a child. Oh, yeah. Talking to Gooby and, like, kind of setting him up with all this, like, childish stuff to me. It's really interesting that you brought that up, because I actually have... I took some notes while I was at work. Stop thinking about Gooby while you're at work. What am I, What do you want me to think about work? <laughs> this, this is just my notes, y'all. Sometimes the movie wants us to see Gooby as more childish than Willie, for example, being afraid of the dark and afraid yeah. of hoonies. Sometimes Gooby is seen as a friend for Willie, and then sometimes Gooby is seen as a father figure for Willie. Yeah. And it's really like the movie just bounces back and forth. Sometimes in the same scene, Gooby is more childish than Willie, and then is suddenly like an adult figure. Gooby is whatever Willie needs him to be at, at that, that moment. At that exact moment, yeah. Because like when we very, very, very first meet him, he's just like, oh, a dog. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And, a dog. Oh, I'm scared of everything. Oh, yeah. the dark. But then when they're... When when they're when they're bonding, eating late night snacks, he's like, "Why'd you name me Gooby? It sounds like snot. What a dumb name." Dumb. Yeah. And uh, Willie's like, "Like I was a baby. I like was a toddler. A baby. And yeah, now now Gooby's kind of acting. Yeah, like you said, like a child. He's like, "I don't want to be away from you." And Willie's like, "You're gonna you're gonna." And have he's to all be? like, "Yeah." And he's like, "It's gonna be fine. You're gonna be okay." Blah 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 blah. Kind of just like I don't know. Yeah, he asks he asks Gooby to be strong. So Gooby just kicks it in the shed. And I got to say, that shed looked pretty... Like, I would hang out in that shed. Yeah, I would hang out in the shed. He's, yeah, I mean, spiders might suck. Oh, sure. And I bet it's... it's. I mean, it's definitely not, like, you know, climate controlled. Yeah, but they look like they live up north, so that might not be... Well, it was actually shot on location in... Fuck, I forgot the town name. It's somewhere in Ontario. Oh. Uh, so it's probably... And also, this is fall... So, if anything... It's probably it might... a little cold. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably a little nippy. But he's in a giant fursuit, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. The next day at school, the local bully accosts Willie for traveling in his hallway. Yeah, he's just like, do you see this whole hallway? This is my hallway. You owe me money. <laughs> I take it you don't like the bully. No. I'm sorry. His, his line delivery is shit, and I think he's, like, important right here. And never again. Never again. Yeah. Who was better? Maybe later when he's dressed up as a wiener. <laughs> yeah. Who was the better bully? This guy or Manfred slash Turbo? From Dude, Turbo was so much better. <laughs> Turbo rules. Like, he was actually like a shit heel. Yeah, he totally Whereas, was. Whereas, like, this guy just fucking, yeah. This guy dumps water on him. Yeah. Ooh. He's like, hey, let's drink on it. Mm. Yeah. And then squirts him with water. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, that's rude, but, like yeah who cares now the kid is mildly damp whatever you want to do something really bullying you take that water you splash it on his pants make him look like he peed Ew. and see that would have been and delicious then you pointed, irony for you later pointed on pointed out to everybody yep look at this kid he peed hey his everybody willie peed uh so willie comes home and as he's driving up the the driveway he sees like weird pieces of things he follows the wreckage, and it turns out that the garage has been fucking ransacked. 
Gooby has taken pretty much everything apart in their garage and turned it into this little like go-kart this little like downhill racer yeah it's like a downhill racer because it doesn't have an engine yeah it doesn't have an engine but it looks you know like a go-kart because apparently willie had drawn a little space car and gooby's like check it out it's your space car i made the space car that you drew i made it yeah even though your space car had six wheels and this only has four the space car was also a fucking rocket ship lying you know horizontal yeah not a fucking go-kart you know so Willie's like, it's pretty cool, but uh can't help but notice that there's no seat. And Gooby's like, no, it's there's okay. There's no shocks. Yeah, there's no shocks. And he's like, who needs shocks when you have a big, furry, orange cushion seat? And, and he's like, get in my lap, Willie. He's like, sit on me. Sit on my lap, Willie. I need this. Um, <laughs> so they go to a big hill. And okay, when I say big hill, I don't mean like... They find the road at the top of a big hill. No, they just go into fucking woods. They go to the the top of the big hill in the damn woods, and down they go. So they're yep. like dodging trees, and there are the, the ground is not paved at all. So they're bouncing all over the place. This is why he needed those damn shocks. They also I didn't see any shocks in the drawing, so that's on Willie. That's true. Well, see that was that was the part that was covered up by a, by a damn chassis, you know. Yep. So they're 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 going down. And they They're going down, down. Gooby, we're going down swinging. Yeah. Fuck this. So they're they're going down. They hit this kind of rock that's that's angled like a ramp, and they go flying. They fucking rip off ET. Yeah. And go soaring over the fucking sky. They, they soar impossibly high and far. Extremely high, extremely far. Like they, they go over fucking telephone poles. Yes. And it's like that's okay. So there is a uh, a street and they fly over the street and who is on the street waiting at a red light? Mr. fucking Nerdlinger. Mr. I want to be famous for something. Yes. Okay, Willie's like, Mr. Nerdlinger, all he wants is to be famous. It's like, that's not the vibe I got. I think he's just proud of his kids' books. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I-, I think if he wanted to be famous, he wouldn't be substitute teaching kid. You know? He'd be doing something else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, of course, he does see this, and he's just like, holy shit, what was that fucking thing? So, that night, uh, Willie can't sleep. He's tossing and turning. He gets out his walkie-talkie. And starts talking to Gooby. Once again, he uses Gooby as kind of a free therapy. And he's just like, you know, Gooby, when you showed me that space car, I was pretty afraid. But then we rode on it and I wasn't afraid anymore. And I think that wow. pretty much like Willie learns what anxiety is. He's like, oh, yeah, up until the moment that I did the damn thing, I was terrified. Then I did the damn thing. And it turns out it wasn't that scary. It's yeah. like, well, I guess good job learning, kid. Back at school, Mr. Nerdlinger says that Lewis Carroll can go suck a dick. Yeah. Mr. Nerdlinger has hijacked whatever the old teacher's lesson plan was. It's like, fuck this. We are learning about my stupid fish books, and we're learning like about that. how much Lewis Carroll fucking sucks. The gigantic injustice that I have endured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some local kids are trying to get Willie to pass a note to one of their friends. <laughs> when they're passing this note, they're like, come on, Willie, Willie, take the note. And then this kid in the back who wrote the original note is just like, be a man, Willie, take the note. And it's like, since when is like fucking, when did that go up for grabs when it comes to passing a note? Fellas, is it gay to not pass notes yeah, in class? Yeah, is it 
suddenly fucking Gooby shows up outside the window. He's like, pass it to me. <laughs> and he's doing all these fucking goofball antics. Uh, Willie sees this and tries to gesture to him to get the fuck out of here. But Mr. Nerdlinger catches him and opens up the note to reveal... It's it's a drawing of Nerdlinger. Yeah. But is he... Okay, is it referencing a Lewis Carroll I think I'll be honest with you. All I caught was that it was just just a giant dumbass giant head. head. See, I couldn't remember if it was his head on a turtle, like a winged turtle, which oh, would like be a, a mock turtle. Yeah, that wow. would like that's that's a kid. To... He's paying attention to class, but also like goofing off at the same time. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. If that's what it was, I don't remember. All I saw was this big old fucking head. Anyway, yeah. Mr. Nerdlinger, not a fan. He sentences all the boys to stay after school. Yeah, he somehow knew it was all four of them yeah. without, A, the note ever making it past Willie, mm-hmm. B, not having turned around. I, I don't know. I don't know how Maybe he they all knew. signed the note. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, needless to say, they're fucking pissed off at Willie. Willie comes home and takes his anger out on Gooby. He's like, what the fuck were you doing at school? Now I'm in trouble because of you. The cool kids will never like me. Gooby says, well, I I came over because I'm out of, you know, marshmallow cookies. And Willie's like, I don't fucking care. Like, fucking get lost. Uh, The next day. uh, He didn't say get lost. He didn't say get lost, but he's really (laughs) pissed off. Yeah. They do Uh, get in a fight later. Yeah. The next day, they're at Foodland. Foodland. I hope to God Foodland is a real place that exists. I I doubt it, it is. I hope it's like Tom Thumb. The mom and Willie are at Foodland where they sell exactly two things, Captain Crunch and also fine Quaker Oats products. Yes. Every aisle they go down, there's some like Quaker Oats shit there. Even the pet aisle. It's... Fuck quotes. I think they they must have like sponsored this movie. Had to. Because there is no... They, they go down the cereal aisle eventually and the aisle, there's just these giant rows of Captain Crunch on two different parts of the aisle and then the rest of it is quaker oats they even there's there's a a prominent shot uh where the mom is sitting by this giant display of rice cakes yeah woo so i feel like we need to get some kickbacks from quaker too at this point (laughs) right yeah because we've mentioned them so much yeah uh you know when i'm listening to indoor recess i like to have a nice bowl of uh quaker oats brand oatmeal squares at my side also, some Quaker Oats brand rice cakes, and maybe, just maybe, some Quaker Oats brand... Flaxseed. Flaxseed. Some steel-cut oats. Yes, nice steel-cut, hand-rolled oats, because that's the kind of quality that you would expect from Quaker... Hand-rolled oats. Whatever. <laughs> that's the kind of quality that you expect from Quaker Oats. Ding. That was me winking. Hey, remember when we said we'd never get sponsored and it was for the um, fucking podcast for the people? Here's the thing. I actually fucking love oatmeal squares. <laughs> if, if Quaker Oats wanted to sponsor me, I would genuinely consider it because oatmeal squares are so fucking good. No, actually, you know what? I'm about to take Quaker Oats to task. Quaker Oats. You know how fucking big those oatmeal squares are. You can put like a dozen squares in a bowl. Like make your cereal boxes bigger. Damn. Yeah. I'm so tired of like using up like half a box to have one bowl of cereal and i'm tired of paying for it (laughs) right so willie hears some weird noise in the cereal aisle or i guess i should say the quaker oats wait 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 wait. who makes life is that quaker i don't think it's post i thought it was post 
Okay, well, Quaker Oats, if you guys make life, or if you know the people that make life, bring back the brown sugar cinnamon. Come on. I'm going to say don't because I actually don't like it. Maybe that. it was maple brown sugar. I don't know. I don't dude. know. It was fucking delicious. Okay. And you took it away. I mean, while we're shouting into the void, like, bring back Waffle Crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willie hears some strange noises in the fucking Quaker Oats aisle next door. He goes over there. And who's there, Jeff? Uh, Quaker Oat himself. <laughs> That's right. The Quaker. The Quaker guy. And he's no. just like, what up? It's Gooby, y'all. Goobs. He has torn apart a box of Cap'n Crunch, and he's just chowing down. Willie is freaking out. He's like, you can't just steal stuff, and also, if anybody sees you, they'll flip out, and also, like, you can't just eat shit off the fucking, the, the rack, you know? <laughs> fucking Willie is just like, Gooby, you don't know how capitalism works. You yeah. can't just take this stuff and not pay capital Money for is it. exchanged for goods and services. God. You can't just. Do you think this is free? You think Captain Crunch just grows on trees? Do you think this is some kind of fucking utopian world where we can just take what we need? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Gooby. This isn't the goddamn Enterprise. You can't just beam me up some fucking oats. Didn't it turn out, or didn't they explain later that the the replicator does have like a supply that it pulls from, or something like I that? Think so. I have no idea. You realize this is like the sixth episode in a row where we've made a reference to Star Trek. Hey, Star Trek is the utopia that we strive for that we'll never get. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know if I'd actually want to live in the Star Trek world. Why not? I don't know. It seems kind of boring. It seems kind of boring as they're constantly under threat from the Borg. <laughs> and I don't want to be under threat from the Borg. All sorts of shit. No. I just want to like live my. Seems fucking- kind of boring when I can go into this room and just create a reality oh my for myself. God. Oh my God. Okay. All right. No. Look. My thing. My biggest thing against Star Trek. I was a kid growing up. I saw TNG on fucking TV all the damn time. I had no interest though because I think Star Trek aliens look so boring. As a kid, I was always pissed off because I was like, why don't they look cool like Star Wars aliens? I didn't understand the concept that TV shows and movies have drastically (laughs) different budgets. So I was like, okay, over here, we got a Chewbacca and we got a fucking Jabba. And then over here, we got a guy with pointy ears and some fucking bullshit on his forehead. Big deal. So, hey, y'all, more antics. We've got a wacky fucking chase sequence in this grocery store. That is way too long. It's a little bit too long. They play some dumbass song over it. And then there's like a break in the middle of it. And yep. then they do it again. Yep, there's there's a there's a brief break. So we should say uh, Willie is chasing Gooby down the aisles. Also, Mr. Nerdlinger is there in the fucking toilet yeah, paper aisle. Yeah, every, every person that Willie has ever met in his life is there. Basically, yeah. The, um, fucking that monster, the Hoonie is there. The, the, the movers. The movers like, he would have yep i almost said elliot for some reason what up elliot because <laughs> this is practically et no this movie fucking but not wishes. as good yeah no actually okay i wrote something today while i was at work that might blow your damn mind uh-oh right here in bold is gooby the canadian my neighbor totoro is gooby the canadian my neighbor totoro no now think about it for a minute think about it for a minute my neighbor totoro family moves to new town discovers weird furry giant friend uh mother sick with disease in hospital well now time out time out (laughs) (laughs) one of them father always there to help the girls one of them goes to school 
and is interrupted by unwanted thing going to school. Both movies have the children running away. The parents are worried sick, can't find them. The the giant furry thing is with them. I'm just saying, think about it. I'm think No, no, no. I'm not. I'm absolutely. Here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Gooby. So. No, wait. I'm not saying that Gooby is as good as my neighbor Totoro. on your list. Oh, my God. Number one, Gooby. <laughs> You caught me, yes. Number 35, mm-hmm. like four spaces below planes with brains, <laughs> is My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah, yeah, you caught me this whole time. What I actually was trying to say is My Neighbor Totoro, fucking garbage, gooby, two thumbs way, way up. You caught me. Uh, uh, as you mentioned, this this weird like sequence, this bit, this this vignette has a moment where the wacky music stops and... And Gooby sees a store display that looks just like him. Yeah, and it's just like... By which I mean it's a big, like, cartoon animal that looks exactly like a fucking bear. Yeah, and like, yeah, he stops and, like, stares at it for a while. And it's just like, oh my god, they made a snack and it looks like me. And guess what this leads to? Nothing. Well, no, it leads to him eating the snacks because I guess if food looks just like you or if the mascot of food looks just like you, you're allowed to eat as much of it as you want. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, he starts eating it and then they start the chase sequence up again. Yep. And it's just like, cool, we stopped this for a dumb joke. has choices. Back at home, possibly the next day, I have no fucking idea. We get a shot of willie's dad on the phone saying that he's super super busy he's so busy tonight he can't do anything else we got willie uh on the stairs dressed like a spaceman at first i was very confused it turns out it's halloween and he says hey it's halloween gooby you can come hang out with me because everyone's just gonna think you're a dude in a bear costume wow which is like if everybody was going to think that, then what was the issue with him being at the supermarket? Because it's not Halloween. People are just, as far as I know, it was the exact same day. They nah, just went in the I, morning. I think it was a different day. You think so? Either way, like, Willie is acting like it's like the worst thing in the world for somebody to see this, but... He's also a kid, though. Yeah, I guess. Kid logic. A kid, he doesn't know how adults think. He still thinks the adults are, like, super smart and going to figure shit out. Sure. When it's like, hey, guess what? The adults are actually pretty dumb still. So yeah. he's just like, no one can see you. They're going to know exactly who and what you are. And yeah. then I don't know. They're going to tie it back to me somehow. The hoonies will eat me. And then I'll get a mark on my permanent record. <laughs> Willie decides, well, I'm dressed up like a spaceman and you're dressed up like a big old bear. Let's go see a movie. Yeah. Let's go to, instead of trick-or-treating and getting free candy, let's go to a movie for as some reason. As far as I know, maybe this is a Canada thing. I have no idea. Because they get there and there's a whole bunch of other kids dressed up in costume. Yeah, like everybody's there. And yeah. it's just like, who the fuck goes to the fucking movies on Halloween? Maybe they don't trick-or-treat in Ontario. Or maybe this movie theater is so hot shit, they're like, hey, dress up on Halloween and you will get free admission for a fucking month or something. I don't I know. I guess so, because they didn't have any money. Yeah, right? They're at the movie theater, and that bully shows up, dressed like what, Jeff? A wiener. A fucking wiener. He's a hot dog. And he's just like, hey, Willie, you fucking suck. What are you, a spaceman? Uh, Gooby shows up. What are you, a giant fucking penis? (laughs) Maybe. Gooby shows up and says, like, step back, kid. I'll take care of this. And then, Jeff, would you like to describe what happens? So, he... Gooby thinks back 
to the eldritch world he came from <laughs> and his mouth opens and becomes like razor sharp teeth and he's like Bruh. yeah and the kid starts pissing himself so this this whole this this costume that that has some very rough i don't know if they're animatronic or something but like his mouth moves and his ears will will go up and down to like indicate that he's sad or happy or whatever yeah can't blink though i guess this is animatronic as well but his like his like lips start like peeling back and he's got these giant jagged teeth yeah and he's like snarling at the bully the bully sees this and freaks out and just pees his pants right there yep and it's like damn dude i've never been in a situation where i've been so scared i felt like i had to pee right it but it's a very common thing See, that, that's the thing. Like, I, I see it in movies and TV shows and books. I see it so much that it's like, this must be a thing that happens, but I've never been scared enough to pee. So, I don't know. Also, I gotta say, like, th- they've been walking into this movie theater. As I've mentioned, everybody thinks this is a costume, but the kid is, like, terrified. I don't know. I guess if it was me, I'd be like, wow, your your mask makes a... Your yeah. mask gets snarly. Yeah, it's just like, oh no. I, I don't know. It's... It's a good movie. <laughs> everyone is operate. Everyone except for Willie is operating under the suspicion that like, oh, this is a person dressed up. Yeah. And then he makes his face all scary, and everyone's reaction should be like, oh, cool, your mask does a really crazy thing. Yeah. I don't know. Nope. But hey, y'all, the popular kids see this and they're like, wow, that was really cool the way you made a kid, you know, piss himself. You're our friend now. Uh, That's how it works. What are you here to see? And uh, uh, Willie's like, oh, we're here to see Big Adventure. Big Adventure. Uh-huh. And then they're like, what a fucking baby yeah, shit. Yeah, they're like, Big Adventure is for fucking boo-boo babies. We're here to see Death Action 3000 Part 2. Part 2. Oh, man. Death fucking action. bone storm. Mm-hmm. Fucking faces of death, man. They go up to the, the ticket taker and they're like, cool, we want to go see death action 3000 and ticket takers like your children like eat shit this is a rated r movie get out of here yeah so then gooby shows up tall ass fucking gooby and is like oh yes i am the father i think these children should see this movie they they get out the movie they start walking home the cool kids are like hey willie and willie's dad turns out you guys are pretty all right i'll see you later acceptance i know yes finally uh, this then, creates a problem. This does create a problem. But first, Gooby's like, you know what? I think it's pretty cool to be your dad. And then and, he's just like, where's your mom? Well, we we leave this shot with Gooby and Willie, like, rolling around in the grass, tickling each other as a slow jam starts playing. Yeah. And I was just like, this is getting weird. Yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> we were watching this movie. I made and- some joke about, like while we were watching is like okay and in the next scene you see like gooby laying down in a bed i genuinely thought the exact same thing and it was, was just like, like this is getting strange the song that is playing is, is a like full up we're about to fuck song yes it is exactly fuck music and i feel like i feel like there should be like a slow fade out and then it fades back in and like gooby lets his gown slip off his shoulders <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say it fades back in and like 
Gooby and Willie are sitting in bed and they have the like the covers like oh, pulled, pulled up, up to their chin. So you yeah, so you can't you know, so you can't see. And then one of them's just like, wow. One of them, yeah, Gooby smoking. <laughs> Man, Chris Hansen is gonna fucking <laughs> just bust down this door right I, now look, and be like, I will show, What are you guys talking about? I will show Chris Hansen this scene and he'll be like, Oh shit, oh god, oh I get We're it. We're going after this gooby. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, look. Didn't he get busted for something recently? Probably. You know, we we love to dabble in in hyperbole here at Indoor Recess, but I shit you not, this scene, it feels like they are seconds away from fucking. They're seconds away from sexy times. Ooh, he's gooby. Oh, it's gonna be gooby. No! (laughs) So, it's the next day of school. And guess what, y'all? Willie is playing soccer with the cool kids. Oh, shit. Yes. Friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's playing soccer with the fucking cool kids, and somebody kicks the ball way, way, way up high, and we see that kid that was originally showing Willie around the, around the school while he was eating lunch. This ball comes straight for the kid. We have this, like, weird, like, head-on shot where the ball is, like, coming right at us. Yeah. And Willie sees this and he's like, no. And he starts pushing the kid out of the way. Like he's taking a bullet for him. But yeah, yeah, it's a soccer ball. It's a soccer ball. Out of all the balls, out of all the balls in the world, this is the one ball known for like bouncing it on your fucking head. Yeah. We get an immediate cut. I mean, have you taken a soccer ball to the head? Yes. Like... I've I've taken an overinflated one to the head. It fucking hurts. Sure, but I'm I'm just saying. Like, yeah, it's not like. So but. so our very next shot is we see that Gooby's at home. He's eating more fucking marshmallow cookies. The phone rings. It goes straight to voicemail, and it's the it's the nurse calling, saying that there's been an accident at school. Willie's okay, but he's in the nurse's office. Gooby hears this and he's like, "Oh fuck, Willie! I gotta get to the school." Mm-hmm. At that exact same fucking moment, Willie's dad also got a call for a an emergency at his place. And he's like, oh shit, I'll be over right away. Gooby thinks that his dad is rushing off to school. So he hitches a ride in his dad's sweet fucking Land Rover. But nope, Gooby's at work with Willie's dad. Shit. And they're like, who are you? Oh, it's probably the new guy. And so they give him a lunch pail and a hard hat. <laughs> yep. And they're like, start riveting up it's there. That, it's that famous photo of all the dudes eating lunch on that I-beam, but yeah, one of them's fucking one Gooby. Of them's Gooby. Yeah. Uh, no, Gooby, yeah, he, he gets out of the trunk, and he's at a fucking construction scene. And he's just wandering around, and somehow he gets picked up onto a giant fucking crane. Yeah. Well, okay, what did you think was going to happen at this point? I We're had at, like, no the point fucking the idea. Like, the plot of this movie is very, like... Non-existent? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I was about to get mad if, like, nobody noticed Gooby. And then they finally, like, go to the cab driver and they're like, oh, look, he noticed Gooby. But guess what? Like, very little anything comes of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like like Jeff was saying, like, we get the, all these shots of, like, Gooby wandering around. Gooby leans up against some sort of, like, concrete slab and it starts getting picked up. Yeah, so this is where I thought, oh, since they can clearly see Gooby, they're going to capture Gooby. They're going to put Gooby, like, behind bars or something. Yeah, sell him to the circus. Yeah, I that's where I thought we were going. And I thought it was going to have to be this whole thing where, like, Willie goes to, like, 
bust him out or something. But nope, Gooby's totally fucking fine. It makes it back home in the back of the car. Yep, it's it's evening time now. Willie is totally fine. He's come home, and he's like, Gooby, I I waited for you, you know this this afternoon. I couldn't find you anywhere. And Gooby's like, oh, well, uh, I hitched a ride with your dad because I heard you were in trouble, but I accidentally went to a construction site. Oopsies. Yep. Willie is fucking pissed. He's like- I accidentally joined a labor union. (laughs) No, Willie is like, dude, I was worried about you. Like, where the fuck were you? Also, what are you doing wandering around a a busy-ass construction site? Like, people can see you. What? I'm fucking tired of you wandering off. And Gooby's like, well, I wouldn't have to wander off and figure out where you were if you would just spend more time with me. Yeah. And before before all this, you kind of see some montages of like him going out and hanging out with these kids. Mm-hmm. Gooby sitting in the shack. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with the kids. Gooby Gooby's sitting in, in the, the shack. shack. And it's like, yeah, Gooby's starting to get neglected because he doesn't need him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's his, just how it goes. Yeah. Gooby's like, well, you know what? Maybe I should get out of here. And Willie's like, yeah, that's probably great. Maybe you should get out of here. So, uh, Gooby packs up his little things into a fucking bindle and goes away. Sometimes you get older and you just kind of forget about Puff the Magic Dragon. Dude, 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 dude. It's just how it goes. I didn't save that note. Oh my God. I totally was thinking about fucking Puff. Oh my God. Now we're at the part of the movie where I was like, okay, Gooby's going to wander off and get captured and Willie's going to have to free him, right? I was very like, this is where I thought the movie, I thought we were going to get some sort of fucking conflict in this movie, but nope, later that fucking night. And then we see like shots of Gooby like walking off, Yeah, I guess. He's like walking off. This is when I wrote down, I guess I'm supposed to be sad, but I kind of don't care. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's just like, I... I think in the in the in the pre-show we mentioned Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Sometimes you watch these shows or these movies where it's like kid discovers magical friend and you're like, "Wow, I wish I had a magical friend. I wish yeah. I had a dragon." And then, and then they're mad or kid discovers dog that can play basketball. <laughs> yep. Dang. Yeah, I, I was going to say I I never once wanted a gooby. <laughs> you know, this guy He seems like he's more trouble than he's worth. Exactly. To be honest. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't understand I didn't realize that I was going to have to like keep this dude fed constantly yeah. and, and entertained he's like a fucking sim gooby if you leave is, him off on his own he's just gonna catch on fucking fire yeah like gooby is forcing willie to grow up too immediately. fast yes it's like he's got a fucking child it is but hey guess what y'all it's the middle of the night willie wakes up he hears a weird scritching sound at his window he opens the window gooby's back gooby's back once again uh we could have had some conflict no why why nah, fuck that so Gooby says, Willie, guess what? I found an amazing secret. I'll show you tomorrow. And he's all like, I'm sorry. I yelled at you. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry too. Hey, guess what? I found this thing. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. It's the next morning. They pack up and they head out into the woods. Time goes by. It's The sun is setting now. And the mom is like, where the fuck is our child that I suddenly have an interest in? Yeah. And she's just like, hey. Where that- is that babysitter that we fucking hired to do things? Fuck like, why wasn't she blamed for anything? Yeah. So the parents can't find Willie. So they search their little backyard forest thing. They go into the shack and they see, I guess they just, they just see. They just see like, oh, I guess somebody's been living here or yeah. something. I don't know. I If I walked into that, I'd be like, oh, I guess our kid made a little like hangout for himself yes. in the fucking they, shack. They, they treat this with like, they're very alarmed. But I see that and I'm like, oh, hey, kid wants to hang out in the shack. 
Yeah. He's treating the shack as a clubhouse, like children Which do. Which is something the dad told them to fucking do. I know. When they moved in, it was all like, oh, look, you have a little, like... This would be a pretty cool clubhouse. A cool clubhouse. It's like, oh, it's supposed to be in the tree. And it's just like, okay, guess what? He kind of did what you he, told him to do. Yeah, he did the thing. And now you're like, oh, gasp. Meanwhile, fucking Gooby and Willie are reenacting fucking Stand By Me, walking along the fucking train tracks. Yeah. Gooby finally gets to where they're supposed to be, and he's like, check it out. Here it is. An old, dilapidated, like, apartment, I guess? Yeah, and it's like, that doesn't really look like an apartment Tenement building? It looks more like an old, like, manufacturing plant or something. Because why would it be right across from the fucking railroad tracks? I have no idea. So, not to spoil it, but earlier in the movie... When we saw the photo of the dad outside of the building, I thought it was like a fucking orphanage or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because they're like, oh, dad used to live here. And it's like, this doesn't look like a home. No, This it looks doesn't. like like a school or a, an orphanage or a fucking like This like looks juvie. like some fucking like Silent Hill ass shit. Yes. Ugh, but it's a, I guess it's an abandoned apartment building or something. Because he mentions that there's different like apartments. Yeah. They go to apartment number six. Yeah. Gooby's like, yeah, this is where your dad used to live. And Willie's like, huh, okay. That's cool. How did you know, Gooby? How does Gooby know this? Why is Willie supposed to care? So they go inside this abandoned-ass building, and it looks like fucking shit. It's it's decrepit and falling <laughs> apart. What? What? It, just, it looks like shit. Yeah. It does, it does I was abandoned. laughing at your description. Meanwhile, we get a cutaway from the parents. It's It's... The sun has set now. It's dark. They go off and they call the police. Yeah. We see a police squad car roll up by this abandoned house and they're like, hey, I could have sworn I just saw a light in there. Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. We're we're cops. So uh, meanwhile, Gooby and Willie are in this abandoned apartment. Willie Willie finds this like secret door. He opens it up and like yeah. bats come flying out. Yeah, like a bat comes out. This or something. freaks Willie the fuck out, and he kind of like stumbles backwards, and this causes the floor underneath him to like cave in. Yeah, he he almost falls, but he's able to hold on to this pipe. You know, Gooby tries to help, but he can't reach him, so he just kind of wanders the fuck off. Cut back to the parents. The, the phone rings. The dad picks it up. And he's just like, where? Oh my god, I'll be over right away. Yeah. And he races off. I have no idea how far away this this apartment building is, but it apparently took them a whole day to walk there. Yeah. So it's got to take quite a while to drive there, unless they stopped well, at every little it thing. It wasn't a whole day, because remember he said, like, we'll go check it out after school. Oh, I thought I thought it was like the next day. It was like a Saturday or something. No, 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 no. He says after school. Oh, okay. And so... And they're up north, and it gets dark sooner that there. Is true. Blah blah blah. I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, how long was was this kid hanging from that pipe? At least it, a good like six hours. Damn. Okay. No. Damn. <laughs> no, I mean he's definitely hanging from this pipe for at least like twenty minutes. Yeah. Right. Minimum. Kid's gonna have an amazing core. Yeah. So the dad runs up the stairs. He goes up to you know his old apartment and he he sees the kid hanging there and he's like okay look you're gonna have to like reach for me all of a sudden boom the fucking cops kick down the door they're surprised to see willie and his dad there because i guess they they thought they were just gonna beat up a homeless man but nope (laughs) (laughs) god Uh, tell me i'm wrong no i mean yeah hey i see a light on in this you know decrepit building that nobody owns probably yeah that nobody owns or even cares about let's go hassle a squatter 
Like, that's exactly what they were thinking. They even say so. They're like, oh, we didn't know there was anybody. In- <laughs> we didn't know an upstanding citizen was here. Yeah. So the dad, Jack, is like, quit oh, shit, fucking. I didn't even know his name. Yeah. yeah. He's like, quit fucking around and go help my kid. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. I guess they like, okay. they go downstairs to like they go catch under, him or something. Yeah, or something. I don't know. They Spoiler wind alert, up being useless. They do fuck all. The one thing they were going to do was something violent. And then they are unable to do the violent thing, and they do fuck all. They do nothing. This is the biggest, like, message that I got out of Gooby. <laughs> Can't rely on cops for anything. If you take one message away from Gooby, it's that cops are prone to violence, and if they can't do violence, then they won't do anything. Just saying. <laughs> so, uh... So they save the kid, and then... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. His, his he, he reaches out, grabs his dad, his dad's pulls him up what exactly did his dad do that gooby couldn't do does his dad have way longer arms than gooby sure like i don't i don't know i don't know jack uh before before the cops leave jack the willie's dad says you know why did you come barging up here like if you knew my son was here why didn't you help and they're like we didn't we didn't know your son was here and he's like i i just called i got a call from you and he's like we didn't call Here's the question everyone's asking. Who was phone? Jeff, who was phone? Gooby. Gooby was phone. 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 So the the dad is wandering around and he finds this old like nook where I guess as a kid he used to. Yeah, it was his secret like broom or whatever. Yeah. And, and all of his drawings from when he was a kid are still up on the wall. <laughs> no rats have gotten to nope. it or anything. They look- pretty pristine for yeah, how old they are a, a light dusting for probably like 35 years of sitting there but otherwise totally fine and out of nowhere fucking emerges gooby gooby he makes himself known to the fucking dad he's just like yeah i i called i called because i was worried about will and <laughs> the dad isn't like holy shit a giant talking bear or a man in a bear suit. Yeah, he's, he just like accepts it. Yeah, he immediately, he's like, oh, okay, this is totally fine. This is a normal thing that happens to people. And he's like, honestly, I expected him to be like, Gooby, is that you? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I thought Because I wrote down, thing. it would have been better if Gooby belonged to the dad. And I, it was like this full circle thing. I totally thought the big reveal was going to be that Gooby was passed down from the dad to the son. And he's like, Oh, Jack, you forgot about me. We used yeah. to we used to play spacemen over here, and because he even he even says like like you were saying, uh, Gooby kind of comes steps into the light, and like he has this little speech about like yeah, as people grow up, they forget things. Yeah, but like it has fuck all to do with anything. <laughs> Jack mentions like yeah, I used to come up here and draw because my dad was always busy, and then he realizes you know he has that fucking cats in the cradle moment, and he's like. Oh shit, I'm always busy. I never have time for my kid. Gooby says like, "Hey dude, do you remember when you used to draw when or he <sighs> he does this big reveal mm-hmm. of like, "Hey, remember when you were a kid?" And it's like, "Gooby, how do you fucking know any of this shit?" Yeah. Like this is another like, "How does Gooby know this?" Yeah, and he's also he's just like, "Hey, I know that when you were a kid, you had these great ideas of building a fucking clubhouse." And yeah. he shows him the plans. Yeah, here's the plans you made. Remember when your dad was too busy for to be able to do this shit with you? Yeah. Maybe you should do this with your son. And it's like, "Gooby, how do you 
know any of this. Yeah. If you had been like the dad's little toy, maybe you would know it, and that would explain a lot more shit. Would, but no, yeah. they they had a thing this and they didn't. Is a movie with choices. So guess what, y'all? It's Everybody a movie with fucking plot holes <laughs> everybody goes home the mom is like i've been worried sick where have you guys been and when we say everybody goes home everybody goes home because uh, the dad comes in he goes up to the mom and he's like hey i found him and she's like why didn't you fucking call me blah 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 i'm sitting here worried sick and then he's just like okay don't freak out yeah. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps saying like don't freak out don't fr- don't freak like, out what he should fucking say is like Hey, Willie, get in here. Here's our kid. He's totally fine. We got one more thing for you. Yeah. Like, this is going to be weird, but just roll with it. But instead, he's like, Willie's fine, but don't freak out. Yeah, Willie's okay, but don't freak out. And it's out. like, dude. He's been disfigured. Yeah. So they introduce Gooby to his mom. Yep. And we like, see check this. Check out this strange thing. We see this outside shot of the house, and we hear the voiceover of the mom going, oh, my God. And I think that's where it should have ended. Yeah, it should have just ended right there. Boom, black screen, roll credits. Yep. I think that's a pretty good ending. But no. Nope. It keeps going, and it made me just put in my notes, what in the hell? So the next day, or fucking whatever, it turns out that Willie's dad is taking a sabbatical so he can spend more time with his family. Which kids don't know what that word means. No, not at all. Just say vacation. Ah, right. Also, they're heading over to the local Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever the fuck yeah. to buy the materials one would need to build a clubhouse. As they're perusing lumber and shit, who shows up but fucking Gooby? Yeah, who was in the back of the vehicle? And that's they all true. Totally he totally was... acknowledged that he was there. That's true. The I mom guess... still looked kind of uncomfortable about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Once again, if if the dad had already known who Gooby was, this would make perfect sense because yeah. he'd be down with it. Willie would be down with it. Gooby would of course be down with it. Maybe it was like maybe it was the original thing and they changed it at the last second. Why? I don't know. See, and this is why I was looking up like Take it up behind... with Big Goob. No, 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 no. This is why I was looking up like I wanted to find like an interview with the director or some sort of like Dude, the director went into hiding after this movie. <laughs> I had to know. Because he owed the company $6.5 million <laughs> and only made $3,000. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. Which is like, I don't know, like 0.3%. Uh, Gooby shows up, and hey, y'all, once again, guess who's in the next aisle? It's Mr. fucking Nerdlinger. It's Mr. fucking Why Are You In This Movie Still? He makes a mad dash for the camera department yeah he's like where's your cameras at where's your cameras i'd be like i'm at a hardware store where are your cameras fucking nowhere yeah sir this is an ace hardware like yeah, what are fucking, you talking this about isn't a walmart dude he he looks everywhere for a camera he bends over and a forklift picks him up by the pants hilarious sure does jeff you've operated a forklift i was actually gonna say i was like that actually kind of looks like a miniature version of the ones that we use at work. Oh, fun. Okay, forklift facts. Give me some forklift, forklift facts. Forklift facts. So do you think that would have been possible? He he bent down yes. and the forklift picked him up by his like belt that was wrapped around his pants. Yeah. You think that if could do that? If the belt had enough like slack yeah. for the like for it to get under to get into it. Yeah, you could totally do that. Okay. Can a forklift Okay, actually here's a good question. Only one of the like tines of the forklift yeah. picked up that guy. Is that good? I figured a forklift, you want you want an even load on both of them. Yeah, you do, but those things are fucking... The ones that are work are heavy as shit. Okay. Like, the battery that's in the base of it weighs yeah. more than a car. Oh, shit, really? And they talk about that a lot. About, like, hey, these, like, machines, 
you guys need to like understand how like dangerous they can be oh yeah they're super dangerous because yeah like i've lifted up pallets at work yeah it'll tell us how much the thing you're picking up weighs yeah and like it's i've picked up over 3500 pounds okay okay and i'm just like I am lifting a car yeah. oh, into yeah. like this fucking I don't know twenty foot tall like rack. Yeah, that's some wild shit, dude. So I mean, that's the last we're gonna see of Nerdlinger. That's fucking. That's in- fine with me. <laughs> right. I have in my notes right here. Shouldn't this movie be over? Yeah, it totally should have been over. Gooby starts wandering off into the lumber department. Once again, why is this movie still going? Willie chases after him and is like, Gooby, you can't be wandering around. Uh, But Gooby is stopped dead in his tracks because he sees a lonely little girl. A delicious little girl that he wants to eat. (laughs) He sees a, a family. They're also buying lumber. And there's a girl... Who I guess he sees as lonely, but honestly, sure. she's probably just bored. Yeah, she's probably just fucking bored. They're in a lumber department. It's not like there's anything cool around. It probably smells weird. Yeah. Like, and he's just like, I have to go to her. She's She needs my help. And Willie's like, what are you talking about? I need your help. And he's like, no, nah, dude, you're, you're good. You're good. Like, you're okay. She needs my help. I'm going to go fucking goob onto her now. Yeah. And, and he's all like sad and crying mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and I'm he's, just like, I don't care. Yes. Just in this movie. Not even remotely fucking caring. We get a. Stop trying to force feelings. We get a tearful goodbye. Willie starts crying and says, I love you, Gooby. And uh, <laughs> the next shot is just this. We just see a little girl. She's just fucking bored out of her gourd at a fucking Lowe's. And this teen approaches her and is just like, the hey, strange little- teen or preteen. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, little girl, you look like you could use a friend. And, and just like, uh-oh. Shoves this fucking toy in front of her. Yeah, because Gooby turned himself back into a toy. Yeah, Gooby's a toy now. For the first time since the beginning of the movie, yeah. he's gone back in a toy form. And he's just like, you got to take care of him, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, cool. Uh, and it's just like, okay, I get it. You're kind of going for this Toy Story 3 ending. Sure. But it's not really working. I was, because I'm not emotionally invested in this oh, movie. Of yeah. Well, I'm not emotionally invested in Gooby. Yeah. I, I mean, our, our final shot is they've gotten all the lumber they needed. And the dad's like, hey, where's Gooby? And Willie's just like, he went home. He went home. And they they drive away. And that's the end of that. And Ray, then very, black. very briefly over the credits, we get a shot of Gooby doing da- a musical number. Yeah, dancing to this song in front of like Mr. Nerdlinger. Yeah, and it's just like, why is this happening? Yeah, I was like, what was this? Is this some sort of like? Is this a goof? Is this a deleted scene? Was this a camera test? Did you guys do this just for funsies? Why? Why? I don't know. For what purpose is this? Oh, so that concludes Gooby colon a movie with choices. <laughs> it's time to get into our compliment sandwich. <laughs> Jeff made, Jeff just made a uh, a look. I'm sorry, dude. We have to do the impossible, which is uh find you... something nice to say about it. Yeah. Okay. I I have I have. Okay. Here's my first. Here's my first compliment. My first compliment was. Uh, as we mentioned, this movie is filmed in Canada, uh, Ontario specifically, and I love when movies take place in 
toy stores or food stores or electronic stores or just stores in general where they have actual product on shelf. Yeah. Because then the movie turns into this awesome time capsule where you can see like, oh yeah, that was on the shelves and that's what the old logo used to look like. And uh, so A, it was fun seeing a handful of cereals by which I mostly mean the, the fine Quaker Oats products. But also, it was kind of fun because it's Canada. Everything has to be dual language. Yeah. So it was cool seeing like, oh, this is what, you know, it says Captain Crunch. And then immediately underneath it says, you know. Captain Crunch. Lay Captain Crunch. Yeah. And it was just like, that's kind of cool. That's my first compliment. My compliment is, man, I don't know. There's so much to like rip apart about this movie. Yeah. It's hard to find something that's like. Sure. I felt like okay, it's totally a backhanded comment. That's okay. I felt like the movie was actually pretty okay until Gooby came into the movie. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is a kid struggling with moving and all of the trauma that adults probably overlook about that and all that stuff. That's cool. And then Gooby shows up and just asses up the whole thing. I'm going to actually jump on this because that was my second compliment. Okay. Was the first chunk of this movie I actually found to be pretty good. Like I said, maybe it's because it's, I I found it to be really relatable. I I did move uh, a handful of times. It was very hard, especially me being a, a shy and quiet kid. I, I actually moved in sixth grade and my entire sixth grade year was pretty much spent not talking to anybody, having a very hard time making friends and just drawing in my notebooks. Um, so that part of the movie, I actually did kind of enjoy. Sure. And then Gooby shows and up. And then Gooby shows up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what's your, what's your criticism? What's not my criticism? Aww. Like... Uh, there's just so many things like the babysitter arc that doesn't mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. fucking just Gooby's antics that are just like, eh. yeah, all the plot points that don't mean don't anything go anywhere. and don't go anywhere. Yeah. They just seem like half baked $3,000. <laughs> well- I've never seen he only make $3,000. Well, uh, so, okay. I cannot verify this. I tried as hard as I could to verify this. This movie apparently also was in theaters in the U.S. Jesus. It, it came out in Canada and the U.S. and it only made $3,000. Well, like I said, I tried really, really hard to verify this, but I was having a really hard time. But according to The Hollywood Reporter, this movie also opened up in American theaters. And do you want to know how much it made in here in the good old U.S. of A? How much? $1,552. Woo! Oh, that's my other compliment is... Oh, wait, no, that's that's a criticism. My criticism was also, like, this movie is, like... Robbie Coltrane is too good for this movie. <laughs> is he, though... His voice is too good for this movie. Okay, sure. His voice is too good to this movie. I guess I, I didn't hate Gooby that much until I remembered that a few months ago, or I think it was like a year ago at this point, he totally stuck up for J.K. Rowling when she was going off on her bullshit, like, turfy tweets, uh, which got me thinking, here's a good question for you. Is Gooby a turf? <laughs> is Gooby a turf? I don't think he would be. I don't know. I don't know. 
on the one hand, I feel like he's down to clown with anyone as long as they'll give him fucking marshmallow cookies. On the other hand, I feel like he has thoughts about how many numbers of genders there are. Okay, I need to go on to my criticism. My criticism is, kind of as I've mentioned before, this is a movie with zero stakes. Yep. And there were there were times when you could have put fucking stakes into the movie. What if the Hoonies were real and it turns out only Willie and Gooby can see them? That's some conflict. What if something happens to Gooby and everybody sees him and he gets kidnapped? That's a conflict. What if something happens to Willie and Gooby has to save him? That's a conflict. The, the biggest the biggest conflict is like this kid is hanging on to a pipe. Oh, the dad's there immediately. Yeah. I don't know. It's a movie where nothing happens. It's a movie where nothing happens. It's a movie about nothing. And what is your what is your final compliment? Pass. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. Like like really fucking the movie wasn't half bad until Gooby showed up. It's probably the best thing I can say about this movie. It's going back in the criticisms. This movie is too long for what it bit, is. Yeah. I mean it's, it's only 90 minutes and even that. I think it's like 99 no, minutes. No. Was it 90? It's an hour and 39. It was 39. almost two hours. It's an hour and 39. 39? I thought it was 49. Anyways, it is way too long yeah. for how much nothing it is. It is. No, you're you're right. I don't know. I guess the other compliment is, wow, Canada sure is pretty. I wish I lived there. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. I couldn't figure out what time period this was supposed to be oh either. Oh, my God. I wrote that too. Because, okay, look, like, I wrote down one point, I'm like, this kid in the 2000s has a bike that looks like it's from the 70s. Yes. But then the Land Rover looks like it's, like, like a new modern. Land Rover. Yeah. But then the, like, substitute teacher's camera looks like it's from the fucking, fucking, like, that 80s, dude, 90s. Yeah, he's... And he finds disposable cameras. Nobody has disposable cameras anymore. Oh, they still actually sell disposable cameras at Walmart. Barely. Barely. Yeah, you're right. Barely. They've They're not like going to be there. at a fucking spinner rack at a fucking at home, home depot, depot. Uh, actually in my notes i wrote gooby feels like an older movie no computers no cell phones and then i wrote intentional how did gooby call the dad so that is the one that is did the he one say, did he say i used blank's phone that is the one mention of a cell phone is okay. he says that he used willie's cell phone okay so this movie had to take place in at least the late 90s minimum minimum yeah Nobody has a computer. The mom is doing all of her lawyer shit just without, with like. Like pen and paper. Yeah, with like a legal pad. Yeah. Um, no laptop. Yeah, there's, there's no, yeah, no laptops. It's time to move on to our MVP. This is where we pick one character in the movie that really, really spoke to us. Every time we saw them on screen, it was a joy. Maybe they were only there for a few seconds, but it was it was a delight. Maybe it's a main character that that really really spoke to us. I don't know. Would you like me to go first because you look like you are in yeah, trouble? Yeah, I didn't fucking like anybody in this movie. Can you give me a drum roll? My MVP is the rice cakes. <laughs> the rice cakes. It's Quaker Oats. Not three days ago. We went to the store and I bought some rice cakes because I like rice cakes because I'm boring. And seeing the rice cakes there, especially, okay, no, this is going to make me sound like a shill. I'm so sorry. But the Quaker Oats popcorn ones were right behind the mom. And those are fucking good. I love the popcorn rice cakes. So those are my MVP. MVP rice cakes. Is popcorn rice cake, is that like a thing? 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, they come in different flavors and the popcorn flavored rice cakes. Oh, popcorn are... flavored rice cake. Oh, I thought I'm it was sorry. the one that was made out of popcorn. No, I'm sorry. I was sorry. like, how is it a popcorn rice cake? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's a, I mean, look, it's a rice cake and they put artificial butter on it and it yeah. tastes like popcorn. I like it. I really like them. You've tried other rice cakes. Tap, tap. This one's the best. We can't make that same joke twice. We're always going to make that joke. <laughs> like, all the characters fucking sucked. Like, nobody's really likable. Gooby's probably the most, like, innocent character. Is he? He gets everyone. He gets Willie in trouble, like, three different fucking times. But he's times. not trying to. He's like a child. Except for when he's like, yeah, call me daddy. Like, he's a fucking child, except for when he's not. You know what? My MVP was the rocket car. Okay. It's like, shit, I would like to have that thing. Stick a sure. motor in it. I don't... Mm, I guess. Okay, so congrats. Our MVPs were two inanimate things. Yay. That should tell you something about that, the yeah, the just, acting and characters in this movie. It, like, <laughs> the parents aren't really around long enough for you to, like, form an opinion. Yeah. The main two characters are, like, eh, whatever. Willie has very little going on he's super milk toast gooby when he first shows up i'm like okay yeah this could be a very sweet thing and then immediately that's out the door i'm like oh man this guy sucks if he was at my house i'd be so bummed out yeah so now we have favorite song i did not write down the names of the songs in this movie but we have the slow jam right after the movie theater bit where gooby and willie are gonna fuck weird sexual tension Mm mm-hmm we have the kind of rockish song in the food mart. Yeah, when... definitely not the chase scene song. Okay, because I right. hate just thinking about that segment and all how right. it was like five minutes long for some reason. And then I believe our final song, uh, Willie is playing soccer with the cool kids. I wrote that it sounds like a knockoff Muse song. And then our final final song is Gooby dancing around with a fucking umbrella yeah trying to attract the attention of mr nerdlinger yeah i don't know i would just going based on the descriptions i would probably just pick the muse one because fuck it (laughs) it just it kind of reminded me i don't like the chase scene in the the grocery store because i felt like it was way too long and unnecessary it's like yeah i get it you're going for like a scooby-doo thing yeah And then the thing at the end with him like tap dancing or whatever. Oh, it was so bad. It was just like, I want to just turn this off. I know. Like the I credits also... rolled. I thought I was free. I, and there I... was like, nope, guess what? There was there was a moment when we were watching. I was about to be like, we don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> we, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's like, ha Not funny. Bye. My favorite song. Favorite. I mean, that's a real stretch, y'all. You know what? I'm going to say the, the the fuck music because it's bizarre. Once again, this movie's got choices. That was a weird choice. It's definitely like, hey, you and me, baby, let's roll in the hay. And they're talking about, you know, an 11-year-old. It's not gay because I'm a monster. <laughs> they're talking about an actual factual child and his toy. And that's weird. Just a little weird. I don't know. Call me old fashioned. Just a little weird. My mm-hmm. teenage daughter really loves her Harry Potter broomstick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Gooby's got a sweet fucking SPH. Who can say? Alright, moving on. <laughs> oh, it's time. 
for the ranking of movies. I don't know where to rank this movie. Oh yeah, we have to go. I can't look at that chart anymore. Yeah, that chart's old. News. I have to go to indoorrecess.club. Indoor recess club. It sounds very good. Good job. Good Thank job you. yawning that entire thing into the fucking Thank you. Alright, so look at what we got. Think about I know it's hey, I know it's a hard decision, you know, is it number one or is it two, but you're gonna have to think about it. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling yeah, I, I, I think I'm feeling pretty good. Are you Yeah, I think I'm good. Oh you're good, but are you goob? I'm goob. <laughs> okay, good. Alright. Folks, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to say three, two, one, and then we're going to shout out a number. Sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes it doesn't work at all. But if you ask me, the times that it doesn't work out at all is the times it works the best. Yep. So here we go. Three, two, one, twenty-four. 34. Wow. <laughs> a whole 10 spaces. Yep. 34. I had to figure out, I was like, is this worse or better than Frog Kingdom? Wow. I was like, at least Frog Kingdom had like a fucking Gatling gun snake. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah, so... so Wait, was that Rango? That was Rango, dude. Shit. They both had snakes. Well, it had a cool snake. Fuck all it. right, all right. Okay, tell me, tell me all your thoughts on Goob. My thoughts on Goob. Number one, it has ruined the fucking word goob for me and i really hate that because now i can't say that word without thinking of this fucking yes you can dude reclaim it take it back um number two it's twice as long as happy the littlest bunny that's That's why i did not go above that (laughs) good logic um it was about on par with the train wreck of frog kingdom not as bad as planes with brains of course planes with brains was just like inhuman torture watching that you know i'll tell you that something but that, i was about just as bored i'll tell you something that gooby and planes with brains have in common no blinking no gooby blinking. doesn't blink those planes don't blink nobody blinks i took a break in the middle of watching gooby honestly because i wanted to pause it and see like i was like hey, i have to go to the bathroom it's like i could have waited i wanted to see how far we were and why I was would you like, do that what a foolish I was like, idea oh my god we're only 45 minutes into this fucking yeah, thing and nothing up, has kid. happened still and at least like frog kingdom it's kind of like it could go either above frog kingdom or below frog kingdom but i think happy is a better thing because it's not it's half as long mm. so you don't only have to sit through half the bullshit that's mm, true that's true like i would rather watch dinosaur island I would rather watch Seamans of Oz. Poof. I would rather watch Daddy I'm a Zombie, Little sure. Ghost. Sure. Like all these things, I'm just like, what would I rather watch than this? And it's just like, I'd rather watch all these than this again. Like, Okay, well, let me tell you where I was thinking with 24. This movie is a train wreck and it's a shit show, but it's kind of a glorious train wreck and a shit show. I find this movie utterly fascinating in as I've mentioned, the choices that it makes. I am, okay, I am not saying, I don't want anyone to think that if we did put it at 24, I don't want that anyone to think that that implies some sort of quality because I don't think it's there. But 
I, you know, I've, I've noticed this about us with, with the movies. I find it really interesting is that I think you rank entirely on quality and I rank typically on would I want to watch this again? Yeah. And Gooby in the right circumstances with the right people, if this was like a bad movie night, I would absolutely watch this with other people. I'd be like, you have to watch this fucking thing. You have to watch Gooby. I need another set of eyeballs to like look at this so we can talk about it. That's probably why A gave it to <laughs> Probably. See? But it's just it's like... A, it's a curse and now I have to pass it on to someone yeah, else. It's like fucking... fucking lycanthropy. I have to be like, I have to find another unwilling victim to be like, no, 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 come here, watch Gooby. It's like the ring. Um... <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I don't even know if I would watch it. I, I don't know if I would show it to people as a goof because it was so fucking boring. Oh, I would totally. I would totally show people this as a goof. I'm like, this is... You're right. It's 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 a little boring. You know, I think of Return of the Dinosaurs. That has an amazing, weird-ass fucking gimmick that even if the thing's on mute, you can get something out of it. I, I think there's something that you can get out of this movie. I really think there is. But I don't know if I would call it a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think I'm going to win this fight. I I could see this around Steam Engines of Oz because Steam Engines of Oz is like, I don't know, whatever. Dude, Steam Engines of Oz had like no redeeming quality. I don't feel like this is better than Dinosaur Island. What? I can't, I can't put, I can't put this above Dinosaur Island. Okay. Wait, 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 off the top of your head. Wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Are you thinking of Return of the Dinosaurs? Yeah, I'm thinking of Return of the Dinosaurs. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. This movie's terrible compared to Return of the Dinosaurs. Return of the Dinosaurs is neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dinosaur Island. Okay, okay. Dinosaur okay. Island is the one with the teens. The dinosaur yeah, teens. teens. Um, Fucking Deke. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at twenty nine thirty now. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I'll tell you what. I personally think that Gooby is better than Steam Engines of Oz. That's just me. I think Steam Engines of Oz had a nugget of a cool idea in there and the, like the execution was like the execution was terrible the cast was terrible i think william shatner st- is in there and that's like the one thing that you could say like i guess he did a good job was he i don't even remember yeah i remember that. he was the wizard i think i don't know i think he's oz i'm imagining i have a bunch of friends over and we're having a bad movie night i would not show them steam engines of oz because i think everyone would be bored I would show them... See, I feel like people would be more bored with Gooby than Steam Engines of Oz. I think Gooby is easier to clown on because at the least you can be like... I feel like there's not enough going on in Gooby to clown on it. But at least you can be like, wow, isn't that fucking bear costume terrible? I don't know. Sure, and that like that works for the first like five minutes that he's on screen. <laughs> sure. And then it's all the same shit after that. It's like... To me, Steam Engines has more like, oh, look at this fucking fight sequence. It's way too long. Ugh. Look at these fucking dumb But that fight sequence planes. just goes on forever. It does. And that's like one bad segment in like a whole bunch of bad segments. I think we are both in agreement that Gooby is better than Dinosaur Island. Yes. Okay. All right. So we can at least say for now it's in the 30 spot. Maybe, maybe I would personally say 29. But if look, if we can both agree on 30, maybe we should just say 30. It sounds like you think there's some merit in Steam Engines of Oz. Maybe. But if we can both agree on 30, maybe we should just like leave it at that. Hmm. I can do 29. You can do 29? Yeah. Are you sure? Because I'm like thinking back 
and remembering what I remember from Steam Engine of Zaws. And it's like, hey, guess what? There's a really long fight scene in there, and the animation is just ass all over the place. Oh, the place. animation's lousy. Remember when they had a crowd shot and there was like six people in there? Yeah. All right, let's say 29. 29. Congratulations, Gooby, for getting number 29. Because at least Homer had a switch in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a switch that made fucking Pac-Man for the Atari 2600. Pac-Man noises, and yeah. then, like you said, New York City's New Big Tooth. New York City. New York City, Big Tooth Chompers. Big Tooth Chompers. Uh, Inexplicable Milk Vampire. The Frog Lady. Yeah, the Frog Lady. Yeah. Thousand Hops to the Gallon. Oh, my God, a Thousand Hops. All right, so that's going to do it. there was a single thing in Gooby that made me laugh. Uh, with that, y'all, we are going to do it. I would like to uh, say thank you, A, for suggesting Gooby. You're right. It is definitely a movie that exists. I'm glad that we saw it. Partially, I'm glad because now that it's ranked, we never have to see it again. Yes. But also, I'm glad because... We did it. It's done. <laughs> also, I'm glad because it was just... It was very interesting, and now I have gooby in the holster if i'm ever with people and they're like let's watch some weird shit i'm like yeah stand back crack 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 that's me cracking my knuckles oh and with that our impromptu request timber colon a month of just viewer requests is is done thank you a thank you xander if you've been listening to these two podcasts and you're like well wait a minute i know a movie i watched this movie all the time as a kid it was real fucking weird and no one's ever heard about it yo dude drop us an email tell us all about it jeff where where can they send that email to hey at indoorrecess.club that's right hey at indoorrecess.club we have three rules rule number one please no disney or dreamworks or pixar Rule number two, please let it be longer than 30 minutes. Anything under 30 minutes just kind of feels like a like a show or a, you know. And then rule number three, there is no rule number three, but I would really appreciate it if you could tell me where to watch this terrible, terrible movie. If you send me an email and you're like, yo, Shrek, I'll be like, uh, where am I supposed to watch this? Also, I know what Shrek is but nobody else does. Yeah, no one else does. Hey, are you one of those tweetaholics? All right, no one's ever said that word, but are you on Twitter a lot? Are hey. you a twit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got another reason for you to be on Twitter for just a little bit longer. It's called the Indoor Recess Twitter account. Where can they find that, Jeff? At Indoor Recess Pod. That's right, at Indoor Recess Pod. You will find snippets of the movies that I post. Sometimes I post them with context, sometimes I do not. You will find weird shit posts. You'll find links to interesting things. You'll find, uh, you know, uh, links to when the next episode comes out. It's all there, all waiting for you, at Indoor Recess Pod, all one word. And finally... We have a website. It's very interesting. What's the URL to it, Jeff? Indoorrecess.club. That's right. Indoorrecess.club. Join the club at indoorrecess.club. There you can see the list and more links and this and that and our previous episodes. I don't know. It's it's a blasty. You'll have fun. Whoo. Man, let me tell you, I'm pretty tired, but Jeff, what's that box over there? That spooky box that has a skull on it that says, definitely do not open. Oh, you mean this box? 
Creek. Oh no! You opened Pandora's box and now a bunch of spooky things are pouring out of it. Shit. Oh my god, so scary. Well, just in time for indoor recess. Fright nights. Indoor recess, fright nights. That's right. This October, we're going to watch some spooky movies. I mean, it's the regular indoor recess, except we watch movies that are vaguely Halloween themed. It'll be fun. Uh, It'll be fun, damn it. It'll be fun. That's right. Until next time, y'all. I think Jeff's going to leave us with some sweet, sweet, highly relevant, a little little nugget of information to leave you with. What do you got for us, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff? Jeff, 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 I'm vamping for you. Jeff, 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 go. Gooby says, stay strong, and I'll see you in two weeks. Hey, there you go. Wow. Wow.